Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know. To tell if it's a bit or the truth from Todd. If he says potato salad or swear to God. Those expressions are comedic, little darling. If Todd means the truth, he always says to George Carlin. And on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt. Todd's almost always joking when he says, edit it out. The intro goes long, cause Todd's so big hearted. Other podcasts in before his get started. The intros are recorded on a phone, but don't worry. The audio of the show is at a higher quality. You know the Podcasters Association. Voted the Todd Glass Show with number one. So welcome to the show. Well, well, well. How are you? Now, next week we're back in the studio. But this is another best of show. Now this, uh, we'll throw to him at the end, but tonight's episode is being picked by the person who suggested that when I can't do a show, that we have, you know, we throw to one that we pick. Last week, Aristotle picked the best of Andy Kindler, who unfortunately has passed away. He didn't pass away? God, um, no, no? I don't think so. Okay, huh? I just got word from one of my producers that Andy Kindler is fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, so last week uh, Aristotle picked and the best of Andy Kindler, and it made me re-listen to it, and it was, it was, it's fucking funny. So uh, this week, the person that suggested that his name is Matt Sanford, and at the end he will throw to him, and he'll tell you why he picked. I'm not going to tell you what episode he picked. So why would I? But tonight, I, 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 in a weird way, like doing this. It's later at night. I was about ready to go to bed. And my friend Cody Woods called me. 
He goes, hey, I'm not doing anything. Do you mind if I come over? And by the way, stop telling people you live here. Oh. Anyway, so he said, I said, come on over. We'll go back into the studio and we'll, uh, we'll do the opening to the show. But it also gives me a chance to do a little podcast. So we're in the studio. It's Cody Woods and I and also a guy who we're not sure who he is. But right now he seems to, he says he came to, he, he knocked on the front door. Uh, he said, I have a band. Could, could I play for your, oh, it is a band. Cody, let's get the, how about this, folks? It's like a show. You got to admit it. Admit it. No, admit it. How come you're not going to admit it? Admit it. it. Come on, admit it. Admit Admit it. it. Admit it. Why don't you admit it? Why won't you admit it? Just admit it. Just admit it. We won't be Come on, admit it. It's a show. We won't be mad if you admit it. I won't be like, oh, sure, now you admit it. No, just admit it. Come on. Come on, admit it. It's a show. It's a good show. It's a good show, and we try to be positive with, you know, we still have, we're not... You know, oh, be, be clean. That's good comedy if it's clean. No, we have still have some guts. Yeah, fuck that shit. Bro. But we try to have a good message. Come on, admit it. Admit it. Admit it. Admit, admit, it. It. admit it. It's a real show. How come you won't admit it? So anyway, Cody Woods is here. So let's get the the, the business out of the way. You know, what I saw a picture of the RV. So what? It's, what they got an RV. What's your friends that that, that purchased it with you? I know you didn't purchase it, but you right. did purchase it. Now you're both. Yeah. What, what's his name? His name is James Myers. James Myers. So you guys bought an, an old RV, yeah. and you painted it all green. all green. I saw a picture of it. Now I know you're going to wrap it too, but I, I haven't seen the pictures of that yet. But I saw it painted green. It looks so fucking cool. And it's called the Rolling Green Room, right? Yep. And you're going to go around just doing stand-up everywhere mm-hmm. and shoot the shit out of it. Yep. You, you know, yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that, that's show business. That's show business talk. Yeah. See, yeah, sure. Uh, I know my... So, uh, and that's what you're going to do. Yep. That's it. And uh, they're going to make a travel documentary series out of it and hopefully um, make it also sort of sketch. Like, I want to blend all that. It's a great time to do stuff like that. You know why? You show what it is. You know what I mean? You go out, you do it. And that's what you're doing. You're, You're doing it. Yeah. And then you, you, you'll get something cool. If it's worth being introduced to a bigger audience, you'll, you, which it is, you're, you'll, you'll start putting together footage. And in a certain amount of time, you'll, time, you'll be like, wow, we really have captured this. Yeah. And that's when you, you know, but it's simple and it's cool. I love it. I saw it. It was a, the yeah. bright green. Right. Forest green. Yeah. And we also wanted the double entendre. Hey, hey, don't try to eat into my show. You come on here. You got a lot of nerve. No, what were you going to say? We also want to go with that double entendre, obviously. Right, right, right. When you say, what do you say? The rolling green room? Yeah. That's what I think of. Shh, shh, shh. Anyway. um, (laughs) So follow Cody. What's the best place to follow you? So when it starts up again, because I know right now it is docked. Yeah. It is stable. It is not on the road. It is being wrapped. Yep. That's right. This this beast of a thing that's going to plow through the states, yeah. and is being wrapped right now. So when it comes into your city, you'll fucking know it. Oh, believe me. Mm-hmm. I recommend they put a PA on the roof and they play. I, let's think of a song. I don't want your 
you know, you guys to go, well, Todd, that's a good idea, but maybe Havan Aguila. <laughs> no. Uh, what were you going to say, though? Um, yes, so you got to talk loud. Yeah, I, I, oh, I, oh, by the way, I want to tell everybody, I should have told you up front. I might have to do an opening to this. We're doing the show into my phone. We just happen to be in the studio. So everyone forgets because there's microphones in front of us, but they're not the microphones recording us. So we might have all been – well, I've been right in front of it. So so what were you saying? Uh, so we start the tour in June. Uh, so we, we have uh, Colorado coming up, South Dakota and Wyoming. Do you um, live in that city, people? Hey, you. Look, I'm in your ear. Hello. Hello, I'm in your ear. Do you like me? You expect that guy to be nice? Ease <laughs> up with the tambourine, you fuck! Oh, that guy's so, uh, oh, yeah. did I let you say what you wanted to say? Oh, yeah, you gave out some of the dates. Colorado, and I was saying to people, uh, do you live in those areas? Well, follow you on Instagram, right? Yeah, right. I have two Instagram accounts. Oh, fuck you. Uh, okay, fuck can I you. Plug nine? <laughs> no, go ahead. What are they? Sure, you can plug them. You come in here every week. You got some. Hey, by the I way, forget here. about it as a plug. How about, a, how about this? This is you sleep in the studio. Yeah, I never told you, but I how about how about it's not a plug? How about it's if someone happens to live in the area that you're talking about, it's a great suggestion for something to do. Yeah. If if that's a plug, and then what do you? What about if we don't live in that area? Well, you get to hear about something fun. Well, you got to be included on everything. Yeah. Yes, oh, sir. And we tape every show. Wow, that's professional. We need a microphone. Do you have a microphone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have no idea what you're doing. You know we need a microphone. Oh, you don't have a microphone? <laughs> See, look at us having fun. F- fun. What's it? It's one. It's 142. 142. Wow, I love it. So anyway, well, I love that. I love it, and I, you know, my my... Everything that I want to do revolves around touring around. Just, I hope I can live to see the day where, you know, I'm fine if I don't live to see this day, but I would love to just get on a tour bus, get it the way I want it, and if I'm going to be off for a week or two, we just find a place to park it, you know, and then just no home. Mm. No, no home. Rent this place, you know, rent the house I live in and just go on the road. And just just be on a bus, you know. Yeah, that would be great. I would love simple, clean life, no packing, no unpacking. You look, I get it if you don't like the bus. There's been comedians that I've toured with. They don't like it. Huh? They don't like it because they can't sleep. Oh, they have a hard time sleeping in there. Right. So I guess if you can't, if you can't <laughs> sleep, I guess you're not. I get it. Then I get it. How you know if you? But I can fucking sleep. You know, I don't sleep right. very well in it, honestly. You don't no, sleep very well in not it? Not in it, no. Does it drive while you sleep in it? It can, yeah. Yeah. Have you sl- Why don't you sleep well in it? Are you afraid someone's going to crash? I'm afraid. Well, that's actually when we're parked. Um, yeah, but I take the couch, so that's awesome. Well, how, why can't you sleep? I, I think it's just the thought of someone, like, knocking on the RV. Wow, I didn't yeah. think about that. But, yeah, I mean, obviously, if you're in, if you're in a, there's two situations. There's that, there's... 
if you're like lucky enough to tour around and like a tour, you know, one of those, yeah. they probably have permits everywhere. But you're right when you're dealing with not getting permits for everywhere you park, you have to be scared. I was on a tent, tented on the beach once, yeah. and they 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 flashlighted into our tent, you know, yeah. and uh, I screamed louder than Andrea, <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, Andrea who used to live upstairs, not the, not my girlfriend. I don't have a girlfriend, everybody. <laughs> that's not my that's my old life. Um, but, uh, and it scares the living shit out of you in the middle of the night to get startled. Yeah. Did it happen where you were sleeping and somebody... Uh, not yet. Well, it's gonna, because I'm gonna do it. Oh, God. It's gonna get me. Well, good luck. Good luck out there. I hope you don't, you know, let me put it this way. Keep the cameras rolling, even if you break down and both end up committing suicide. Mm-hmm. Just keep the cameras rolling. Because this makes the it... the final episode, Vinny? <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody, I guess, is that... Is that a... Yeah. I guess that's... Is that this show? I mean, look at us. How you doing, all right? Do you people want to hear me... You want to hear me sing? Wow, I didn't know I had a whole band. All right, a little treat for everybody. This is the best of show. We're in a second. In about three minutes. In about three minutes, Matt Sanford will tell us what show we're going to be watching this week. This has turned into you know, quite of an exciting event. It is an exciting event. Hey, excuse me, sir, do you mind? What, what brought you here? You come uh, to see uh, who the show, who's going to, Matt Sanford's going to pick the best of? Is that why you're here today? Yeah, that's why I'm here today. Great. Well, I'll tell you what, the people are lined up around the block, and it is really amazing. Sir, what is your name? Ron S- Sanchez. Ron Sanchez. What are you here for today? To see what episode Matt is going to pick. It, you know, it, the excitement has built, and I would like to just, before we throw it to Matt, I would like to sing a song. Thank you very much. It's turned into an event. It turned into an event. Well, welcome to my world, everybody. Welcome to my world. Won't you come on in? Miracles, I guess. Well, that does make it better. Still happen now and then. Step into my heart. Leave your cares behind. Welcome to my world. Built with you in my Knock and the door will be open. Seek and you will find. I'm done. This is exhausting. Reading is hard. I feel bad for saying it was easy. Remember time? Readings for Idiots was a big campaign I started. We have a new segment we're going to launch on the show. Yeah. Do you want to hear what it is? Yes. I think you were around when we came up with it. This gives people, when we're back in studio, I'm so excited to be back in studio next week. We have a new segment where we sit around and we go, uh, you know, we pick a celebrity that died. You, and you talk, but you get into how much you love them. But you g- g- genuinely discuss it. If it's Prince, you go, wow, wasn't, you know, some of the songs are this. And you really you have to get into it. And, but you go, how old is he? You know, like you de- often do. And then you go, hey, Lexa, how old is Prince? 
Prince died on April 24th. And then you go, what? Oh, Prince is no. dead. Oh, what? no. Well, I didn't hear about that. I can't, I can't believe his Prince is dead. No, I can't. You know, oh, how old is George Washington? We were messing with it last night. And John Brand Wagner said, uh, how, you know, I love George Washington. He goes, he was always such a good guy. And I go, I go, he's dead, John. No, we asked Siri, and it says, he goes, George Washington died. It gives the date. And he goes, I saw him yesterday. He goes, I go, you sure? And John goes, wait, maybe it was on a dollar bill. I go, yeah, I think it probably was because he died a long time ago. And he's like, oh, well, that's sad. So that's what we do. We go, uh, you know, we talk about Aretha Franklin. Oh, she was, how old is Aretha Franklin? Aretha Franklin died. What? Folks, if you don't think that's going to be funny, you don't trust Todd Glass. And if you don't trust Todd Glass, that means I haven't earned your trust. I'll still keep working hard. You know, I'm just a hard-working laborer. I'm just like any other schmuck. You know the people that oversell that concept? I'm just like you, a dumb schmuck. You know, you can't say that. You can say, I'm like you people. I'm a hard-working guy. But the guy who slips, he doesn't understand you. Look, I'm just like you. I know you look at a guy like me. You think I got it all. I'm just like you fucking schmucks. Just holding on to life. Fucking wanting to fuck everything that walks down the block. That's not just like us. Like one night on stage being silly... I said to the audience, I go, I can never think of jobs that regular people, you know, that non-comedians have. I always go to the same two. You could be like a prostitute or a plumber. Like, what if that's all I thought the regular? You could be like, you know, like a regular, like a prostitute or a plumber. Regular jobs. My dad was a hard, my dad worked in the steel mines. As a prostitute. As a prostitute. I'm taking from Eddie Pepitone. All right, well, it's time to... What do we do? You know, this is our show. I'm going to take a sip of hot chocolate, baby. I don't want to name him, but there's a person in the studio right now to George Carlin. It's fine. And then we'll not play the saxophone. Even... even No pressure. I just blow some notes. Blow some notes is all I'm saying. Boink, boink. He knows the concept of the show. He knows that there's no pressure. He, there's no fucking up. There's literally no fucking up. It's just... Do you mind blowing into a trumpet... Or whatever the fuck it is, six or seven times. Uh, no, because he ate a pretzel. He ate a pretzel, is what he told me, and that was twenty minutes ago. So there's no pretzel anymore. You think he'd somber on over there and get his saxophone and let me sing? But and it's all fun when we're recording. But afterwards, hey, uh, why don't you write some jokes instead of picking on me? But you were laughing. Well, sure, it's embarrassing in front of Cody. But everything I said was true. Won't go over there, even now. I'm not going to ask you what it is, because I know you're shy, and you've repeatedly, I know, you know, you're just uncomfortable to talk. (laughs) And you've told me. (laughs) Well... Look how much fun we're having. <laughs> hey, by the way, uh, is Big Al's hot sauce available actually anywhere? I don't believe so. Oh, there's this stuff. It's called Big Al's hot sauce. And I got to tell you, can I get some saxophone music in the background? If I'm going to talk about your friend's hot sauce, I would like some background music. Okay, you want to do it or not? Should we talk about it? 
why not? You have to get what? Oh, you have to set it up. Forget it. Oh, I think he's fucking lying. Okay, so let's talk about the hot sauce. Um, this hot sauce is great. It's called Big Al's Hot Sauce. And let me tell you something. It's, I got, it's, it's got a big... Everybody always tells you I made hot sauce. I'll be honest with you. For the most part, you have it. Eh, I prefer what I already have from the... I, I prefer the stuff I get from the store. I prefer the stuff I get from the store. Most hot sauces, someone makes it for me. No, not always, but most of the time. I get this uh, through a friend of a friend. I can't say who. We're under some litigation. But from a friend of a friend, I get a bottle of this Big Al's hot sauce. I try it. I'm not a bad guy. I don't want to be like, ugh, it's probably... No, to George Carlin. I love it. It has a very different taste, but it's still got the bang. It's still hot, but it has a flavor that's unique. That's all I can tell you. Yeah. I'm not going to try to tell you what the flavor is, because guess what? If I tell, am able to explain the flavor to you, it's not so unique. All I have to tell you, it's got some bang and then a very cool taste. Nice. Big Al's hot sauce. Small bottle, big taste, small price. <laughs> big Al's. BSB. You didn't record the whole thing? We got to play a commercial. I really, what? We got to play a commercial. uh, That was a commercial. Aristotle put music behind it. Aristotle, please and post, will you put music behind the Big Al's hot sauce? And then at the end, Aristotle, come on and say, hi, I'm Aristotle, and I am a, and I I love Big Al's hot sauce. Plays music all the way through it. Then at the end, go, hi, everybody, I'm Aristotle, and I love Big Al's hot sauce. And you can even tell a story about it. Yes, Cody. Yeah, we just have 20 seconds till we have to play this uh, commercial right here so because we're live and whatnot. So give me one second here. Hi, I'm Sal with Big Sal's Hot Sauce. Have you heard <laughs> about some other hot sauces taking my fucking recipe? Hi, everybody. This Hi. is Big Al. I guess you heard about Sal. Uh, got caught whacking off in his car. Well, if you want to buy hot sauce from a guy that whacks off in his car... <laughs> I thought, what's what, what would I make up this whole thing? Like, you got caught whacking off. What a horrible thing. Uh, <laughs> I got caught whacking off. I was in the middle of the woods. I wasn't near anybody. All right, hey, by is, the way, that never happened. Go ahead. This is Sal again. You may have heard that Al's hot sauce says I was whacking off in a car. <laughs> well, you go for a fucking divorce with three kids... Not even... What? Oh, I'm the crazy one, huh? I'm fucking crazy. You don't even know me. Hi, everybody. I'm Big Al. And I want to be the bigger person and say he is sick, legitimately, not just like I don't like him sick. He he definitely has a problem. If anything, I should have more empathy for him. No guy would come into the mayonnaise at their restaurant... uh, Unless they were truly sick in their head. What type of show do I have? Is this an opening? What is it? What is it? What do I do? I know what I do, but sometimes I go, what is it? What am I doing? You know, why am I? Re- why am- I mean, I know why I'm recording it at, a, at, a, at another level. It's silly. It's fun. And I'm just being silly. But then I catch myself and I'm like, ah, am I, or am I full of shit? Is that my way of saying, like, am I copping out? Do you know, do you know what? I know what I'm saying. I do. I'm. Maybe I split the difference, you know, just do it, shut up, but I could split the difference, you know, and I start going, what am I doing? Like, what is this? Is this necessary? 
fucking tripping balls, man. I'm tripping balls, baby. <laughs> Everybody with tripping balls. Ew. Um, anyway, Big Al's hot sauce. <laughs> You're going to love it. Everybody, when I go, everybody go, uh, go big, go Big Al. When I go, ready? One, two, three. Big Al. Big Al's hot sauce. Big Al. Big, and go, big, big, a uh, small bottle, big taste. Ready? Big Al's hot sauce. Small bottle. Do it again. Big Al's hot sauce. Small bottle. Big taste. Big Al's. You're going to love our hot sauce. Wow. It's going to make your things get tingly. Wow. I think you should market this shit. But what I said was to George Carlin, I meant what I said about the flavor. I'm putting it on everything. Big Al's. Big Al's hot sauce. How did you get it? How did I get Big Al's hot sauce? Yeah. To be honest. What? I'm... I'm stuffing his wife. <laughs> Against, you know, you know, we're in, both into it. Consensually, you know. We're in a healthy, illegal... Well, you know, he, he's, he knows about it. I'm trying to make it right. I'm trying to make all... No, I'm stuffing his wife with him. Oh. Big Al. Someone's here. Oh, hello? Oh, hey, it's, it's, uh, it's Al. <clears throat> oh, hey, what's up? Hey, how you doing? I just want to make sure that you played the ad, you know, and, uh, and I hope it's going good. You know, if if there's someone uh, paying for ads that's also within our realm of business, we'd appreciate it if you didn't play. Did you play anything? Oh no! Swear okay. to God. In my okay, Todd. Swear to God. Swear to God on my on my life on my Why child's the fuck life. Is there Sal's hot sauce? Oh, is that on your airwaves? Oh, I don't. I don't know anything about it. You, I swear to God. All right. I swear to God on my child. Okay. Have you met my wife, Kim? Yeah, sure. I'm stup. I'm stupping her. <laughs> I love saying the word stup. You stub me, I stub you. Hey, listen, I gotta wrap it up. This is a show. This is a fun show. I'm gonna have a little more of my hot chocolate. I love hot chocolate. I love hot chocolate. Can I tell you something? If you make it, you're gonna be surprised. Get two bags of green beans, frozen, frozen, and. Uh, one onion and a bag of mixed vegetables, peas, carrots, whatever. If you want, but you know, you can adapt it, but basically that. Okay, what did I say? Thing of green beans, frozen bag of green beans, an onion, and um, maybe mixed vegetables, right? Put the onion in first, cook it fucking good, caramelize the shit out of it. Then add the bag of green beans, the mixed vegetables, whatever, and cook it till it burn the fuck out of it. And you can't. Just when you think, am I overcooking it? No. And it ends up being really good. Wow. You're going to try it, right? You got to try it and email me. You go, you're right. Maybe when you're all done, when you're all done, put some avocado on it. No, don't maybe do this. Do this. Don't cook the avocado. Soon as it's done, if you put the avocado in, once the heat is off, it, it'll stay, you know. You can even put it next to it on the plate and mix it in. But put some fucking avocado on every plate. Every plate should get a half of an avocado. And that. What did I say? People go, oh, this recipe is good if you can't cook. And then they start saying, measure this. Fuck you. 
measure. I just said I couldn't cook. I don't want to fucking measure. I will all, all, all the things that I know how to cook, there's so much wiggle room and it can still be great. I can't make bread. Because I'm not going to go, you know, you got to follow a science, you know, I can't, I'm not, I don't have the patience, but so bag of green beans, I know you could 15 second back it, but I want to say it again, you come home, chop up an onion, the whole onion, put it in there, little uh, olive oil, a lot of olive oil, get it caramelized the fuck out of it, add the bag of green beans, if you, all you want is the green beans, add two bags of green beans, or some mixed vegetables, Get it going. Cook the cook. Burn the shit out of it. Turn it off. Put some avocado in it or put it next to it on the plate. And then get Italian shredded cheese. Not, not shredded. Shaved. It looks good. It looks good. And take like almost like if you had a teaspoon. Once it's on the plate, it doesn't get lost in the dish teaspoon a tablespoon tablespoon like if you reach into the bag and got a tablespoon and put it on top of it makes it look good because it's just green beans and onions it's it still looks good but with that on top it looks good and it tastes so fucking good hmm you know you you happy or like i say if you're maybe uh, you know another great trick go to vaughn's get a meatloaf they know how to make their goddamn meatloafs if you can cook, cook your own meatloaf. Yeah, of course people can cook it better than Vaughn's. But if you're like me and you're like, I don't really know. Theirs is good. If you eat meat. If you don't eat meat, you're, thank you. But I, but you get a turkey meatloaf, right? But then you bring it home and you just put a lot of good cheese on the top. And then you rebake it. And then when it comes out, put some ketchup on the top. I know ketchup. Think ketchup? Yes. Just a simple, sweet ketchup. The cheese. Put like three on a thing. It's easy. That's easy. Come home, replayed it. Looks fucking great. Put it out. People, it's meaty. It's good. Shove it right up your ass. We'll be back with the Todd Glass Show. Wow. Well, Benny, how's your fast going? Shh. Don't mention his name. <laughs> no, he legally, because he's not, his car is, I can't. I mean, I'm not supposed to. Something happened. It's not. Do you know, you know he was in the Boy Scouts? And he has, and I'm not kidding. To George Carlin, he 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 has his Boy Scout outfit. He kept it all these years. So I thought if we have a guest here that like we go, we need extra security. We have yeah, Boy Yeah, we have a, someone in the Boy Scouts. Has anyone ever talked about this or made a joke about it? I'm serious. It seems like I I I want to be fair, but it's a funny bit if no one's done it. But it seems like somebody should have. Uh, the Boy Scouts have they ever been called in? Like any emergencies? Do we ever call in the Boy Scouts? Hmm. That's a good point. Right? Well, it's not a good point. Well, that's not what I really wanted out of it. I wanted it to be funny. I'm not looking for people to go, that guy had the most good points. <laughs> One good point after another. He just wouldn't stop. I really promoted that mobile green room. Your friend better fucking be nice. Yeah, he better. Fucking asshole. Tired of his shit. He didn't even listen to the whole episode till he found out I talked about him a second time. And then his friend went, you should go back. Well, no, that wasn't that. That was the hot sauce bit. No, no, you're stooping his wife too. You don't even know it. She's been with him for years. Why do you, why do you bring that up? Well. No, I mean, even as a joke. Oh, just, just to make him like an ass. I don't know. I don't know where we're going now. Oh, I don't God. know where we're going either. And we're not editing this. Oh, fuck. No, I think you were doing a bit. But I thought of the bit, just so we're clear. 
was the hot sauce, the fake rival between the two guys yeah. that own a high. And one guy goes, I'm she- I thought that's where we're joking. It, maybe it shouldn't be. Maybe we shouldn't joke about it. Maybe we were better than that. Yeah. You know what? I did it. Suck it. <laughs> Why is that so funny to me? It's so, gr- it's so unnecessarily vulgar. Suck it. Oh, right. Really? That's all you got? Hey, suck it. And you know what I like about it? It's unisex. A girl could, a girl could be like, suck it. Everybody wants that area sucked. So it's very universal. I have a funny story about saying that, saying that as a kid. You said what? And you got to talk loud, Cody. Uh, By the way, I'm glad. If Cody, if there's any parts during the show you can't hear Cody, I just want you to know we're aware of it, if that calms you. Because if you couldn't hear him the whole show and then I say it, you're like, oh, they fucking know it. It makes me want to wish Aristotle would isolate this and put it on the opening. By the way, Todd and Cody are aware that in the beginning you can't hear Cody because he wasn't talking loud enough. But later in the show he did. Boom, bang. Put that up front and then throw to the show. And now I'm comfortable if you just talk loud the rest of the show because they heard it up front. Yes. So, going into the, uh, the phrase, suck it, that is the worst, there was pro wrestlers when I was a kid that used to say that, and then it had such an influence. Every kid watched pro wrestling, and I remember there being days on the soccer field talking trash. Everyone, teachers are watching, like, hey, suck it, Billy, suck it. Like, there was a time in the 90s where every suck kid it. was saying suck it as, like, it's so vile. <laughs> suck it. Yeah, what well, you know what? You see a kid say that. See, shut up. What do you suck what? Yeah. There Stop it already. Act it. Act it. <laughs> there was four. I saw a two year old kid say that to me. He goes, suck it. I said, well, suck what? <laughs> no, is that bad? <laughs> Stop being an asshole. <laughs> see, in that story, the two year old was being the di- being mean. Yeah. I'm the victim. Am I is that okay, everything I just said? It's good to wonder sometimes. I think it is. I think I get it's the absurdity of a two-year-old. I don't mind being careful not to accidentally stumble upon something that you go, ah, I can do better than that. But I think it's okay. Um, what do you? What's up? Fucking tripping balls, man. I'm tripping balls, baby. All right, well, everybody, this is the No Show Show, and this is the... I love it. I love to George Carlin <laughs> that Matt is getting to pick the show. Hmm. I, you know, it's a big deal here. It's okay. You can feel the energy in the studios that something new. Last week, Aristotle picked Andy Kindler. This week, Matt Sanford. Who does he pick? Who does he pick? What show? Doesn't mean there aren't other favorite shows, but this is the one that he... Picked. Man, we'll find out. I'm done. I'm tired. Whew. Well, everybody got to, you know, have some... Thank you very much. So, uh, everybody got to, you know, do their thing. Here's the show. Next week, we'll be back in studio. And you're great. You're funny. We'll just leave you with a flurry of compliments to take you through the day. Guys, fill in the blanks. Let's do a good job. You're great. You're, you're funny. Brilliant. You're nice. You're brilliant. Good. You smell good. You have a nice You smile. care about other people. You want people to you succeed. You have a good sense of style. You, have a, you, you, you just, you seem like you're fun to be around. And, you know, you fuck up, but you also admit it. And then you improve yourself. And you know even you. if you have new fuck-ups, you at least they're new and they're not right. the same ones. And even if they're the same ones, who cares? And you're adorable and you're sweet and you're a kind and you're gentle. 
gentle and you're harsh you and you're dog. funny and you're just so you're goddamn adorable. Best. I can't no fucking take it no more. Oh, and if you weren't here, so you'd cute. be fucking surprised. People would miss the fuck out of you. You have no idea and you're kind and you're, and you're gentle friendly, and look at you and when you see so that thing and you're so adorable. You're so fucking oh, cute. I can't take oh, it no man, more. Look at you. You're you're so what and you just even when you're and you're and you're and you're and you're Okay. All right. Matt, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Sanford. Aristotle, roll in Matt Sanford. Nice and smooth. Make this, make from me to Matt gentle. It should be a, maybe a, a harp plays, and then you hear Matt's voice. That's right. I'm giving you work, Aristotle. Matt Sanford here for the Todd Glass Show. Todd told me I could pick which classic episode I wanted for this week. I thought about it, and I'm picking Best Of Series, Andy Kindler. It first aired last week, and I chose it because I liked how Todd said my name at the beginning. You might be saying, wait, we just heard that one. Well, maybe not everybody heard it. Like Todd says, don't take for granted that everybody listens to every episode. Ah, I got you guys. Uh, to George Carlin, my pick goes way back to the early Black Horse Motors days. Episode number 29 with Paul F. Tompkins and Daniel Kino. I picked this episode for a lot of reasons, including some social commentary that's even more relevant today than when it first aired. But the main reason is that a favorite character that Paul plays makes their first appearance in this episode. Thanks, Todd. I'm proud of you. Enjoy the show, everyone. Hey, it's Todd. How you doing? Well, my guest this week is Paul F. Tompkins, and this was really one of my favorite shows. I love, um, I don't know how you feel, but I love to be able to be really silly and then talk about an issue and, you know, sink our teeth into it and just go all over the place. As I've said a million times, that's what we do off stage. So I felt like we did that. We broke it into two parts because um, I'm going to be on the road for a little while, and I just wanted to make sure I was covered. So part of it will play this week. And then part of it will play next week. But I really, uh, a fun show. I really enjoyed it. And I'm going to start listening to Paul F. Tompkins' podcast because uh, a lot of people have told me that. They're like, you got to listen to Paul's top podcast. You will love it. And we joke in the show about, I think it might be in the second half, how it's high friendly. And um, I remember people begged me to watch Waiting for Guffman. And I don't know, for whatever the reason, I just kept not listening to it. Well, you know, I never rented it. And then finally I rented it. I'm like, oh, my God, no wonder. So, and I recommend the same to you to listen to Paul F. Tompkins' podcast. Uh, I'm not going to say the name of it because I know I'll say it wrong. All right, so there we go. You ready? Remember, we had to break it into two parts. So at about, just so you're ready for you going for the descent at about an hour and 32 minutes and 30 seconds, that's where we go in for the de- that's where we break. And then next week, the rest of it. All right, I'm talking too long. It's enough already. It's enough. And by the way, when you do the washcloth thing, you got to really stop. You can't just get a hot washcloth, put it on your face. You got to stop, stop. You're at the table. You're getting ready to eat. You get it really hot. (sighs) Breathe in. Let it out. I don't care if it's a bowl of cereal. You will go, (sighs) just really enjoy it. Stop. (sighs) (sighs) In and out. Maybe it's lazy yoga. 
I'm not going to do yoga. I get it. It's probably great. Everyone tells me about it. I know it would be good, but I'm just not going to do it. Maybe this is a, a lazy version to let it out and just enjoy that simple moment. All right? You people, you're good. And uh, there we go. Enjoy the show. I love it already. I'm very, very excited. Uh, yeah, hey Todd, it's Nick Ford, thanks for calling again about doing your podcast. Hello? The entertainer's entertainer, Todd Glass. Is Paula Tompkins on the show today? Hey, hello. 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 Listen, man, I really want to come on the podcast. I've got stuff to promote. Well, Zach Alanakis is on the show. Central presents. Oh, Comedy Central's on the show. Sir. Just listen to the jingle. Brian Regan. Jesus. Brian Regan? Oh, Brian Regan. Okay, it's Brian Regan. Brian you don't want me to do podcast. Okay, Brian I thought it was Paul F. Tompkins. I don't know. Let me know. By the way, that. this is people's favorite part of the bag. show, they say. Is I that, read the tweets. That's the way you work. That's <laughs> Has someone actually said that? Mm-hmm. A lot of people. From the beautiful Las Vegas Listen to my new drum roll, Paul. It really it's exciting. It's, oh, you got a new drum roll. Listen. What happened? Start it over. But, but don't edit this out. Here's what happened, folks, and we're going to be in real time. I have a new intro, and, uh, you know, and, 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 uh, and Chris did not play it. And I think it's worth starting over again. But I, th- I want the audience to hear what happened. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, that, that, the, a new intro in addition to the old intro? No, it's that intro, but we changed it a teeny bit. <laughs> At the end? So you edited the old intro. You, you don't have a new intro. Oh, my God. How dare you? Look, the public has a right to know. <laughs> I love if we turn this into a half an hour conversation about my intro. <laughs> Todd, your intro. You've always had good intros. Uh, our, our guest today is Paul F. Tompkins. Let's roll it in right from the beginning. Now they have to hear it all over again. They get to hear it all over again. Thank you. Hey, it's Zach. Thank you. Listen, man. I'm really on the podcast. I've got stuff to promote. Entertainer's entertainer, Todd Glass, everyone. Oh, Jimmy Kimmel. Comedy Central presents Todd mm. Glass. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, hey, Todd. Ooh, a little pitchy. i calling again about doing your podcast. What if I was trying to impress you by yelling at everybody all, all the whole Ryan show, Paul? Regan. Hmm, a little pitchy. Again. Hmm. Oh, I thought you said a little pixie. No. And you were referring to Nick Swartz. No, 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 no. No matter how absurd. Oh, a little pixie. Drop by to say hello. Listen. If you don't fucking call me back this time, then don't call me ever again, because we're done. Here's the new intro. We're done. The new part. Right, take care. It's exciting. From the beautiful Las Cienegas Strip. It's fun. High atop Black Horse Motors. It's it's the Todd Glass Show. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. And you didn't have the afterwards. Was it didn't come back into music. really it? <laughs> Just that timpani under the guy saying, first of all, La Cienega Strip is not a thing that exists. Paul? You're on it right now. Shh, I'll handle him. <laughs> I got him. He's an old Philly guy. I'm good friends with him. <laughs> I got him. Like we're I, I, I talk I got, his language. I got him. <laughs> hey, Paul, you're in my turf now, motherfucker. <laughs> also, I'm not, in, I'm, not in the, I'm not one of the sound drops in the intro. That hurts me. Because I don't have one from you yet. I, I, you don't have a phone call? A voicemail that I left you that you said was so hilarious you're going to play it on the show. I think I did. 
Yeah, you couldn't put it into the intro. I you opened my show. Then you were my- Sarah steals my uh, angry voicemail thing. Hilarious! I know I'm the first person to ever do it. <laughs> first of all, <laughs> you 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 guest hosted my first show. <laughs> um, so here's the deal, Paul. I want you to relax. I went. I was very excited to have you here today. Yes. Oh, you just give, di- me up, you give direction right in the middle of the show. What is this? A shit show? This oh. think this is one of those other dumb podcasts with a ball mic. <laughs> a snowball. All right, we're all good. We have a nice studio today. For a while, we started. Very nice. We started getting. I mean, uh, the atmosphere. We started getting more and more guests. You know, like, and mm-hmm. I love when one or two people are here. Three. Last week was like six. Now, my, now I'm too loud. But you know what? No, no it's okay. Uh, which one's mine? Could you turn me down a yeah. little? I'm sorry. Uh, this is the only thing I really don't want like doing. Like, I always think, well, it's part of the show, and I could imagine the audience going, all right, every week with the headsets. But Just because it's a part of something doesn't mean that they are a fan of it. <laughs> you will not get any tweets saying, oh, I love when you guys test the levels of the mic. <laughs> even though it could be edited out. We have a caller. I'm not even joking oh, around. This is I oh, swear really? to God. Oh, great. Fantastic. Hello, is that Paul, Paul Tompkins? First of all, I'm a big fan of your work. Oh, thank you very much. But I got to admit, hmm. and I know, you know, I don't agree with Todd, but I really like when they play with their microphones. Oh, well, there you go. I stand corrected. Me and my wife, we love it. Like, if they would just play with the levels for an hour and a half. Yeah, you and your wife just sit around and you listen to the podcast together? And or you listen to it separately? Well, my wife has since passed away. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, it's not the worst thing in the world. She was a little bit, uh, she was, well, listen, make a long story short. All right, that bit's over. <laughs> oh, I love getting out of bits. And sometimes you should. I love getting out of bits. <laughs> well, why do I have to stay in it? It's not fair to my audience. No, no, say, well, you say, you say it as if it's not the easiest thing in the world to do. Well, you just dropped it. It's not like you did, you uh, got out of it in some artful way. Oh, no, I mean that I love not, I love not having yeah, to get out You love out giving of, up. I love giving up. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, my God. Mm. You're full of piss and vinegar today. That's right, both. <laughs> I love, I'm still like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I got this guy. He's one of my guys. One time my principal said that I had a fake red light and I would pull people over when I was in high school. And I, okay. I pulled my principal you were in over. high school. Mm-hmm. I, I looked were you like aware I was... of the danger you were putting yourself in? Let me, let me exp- Paul, you seem to think that's a good question. I li- well, it, I saw you point at Daniel and then I pointed at him. Okay, huh? Because it seemed like a thing that would make me feel powerful. And guess what? <laughs> it did. <laughs> Let me because everything me. stopped. Like you pointed and it stopped. Yeah, then I and then pointed. I got really nervous <laughs> fast. <laughs> Hold right. on, everybody. Shh, it's too much noise. Um, <laughs> a lot of crosstalk. A lot of crosstalk. A lot of crosstalk. Let me. Let me. I'm, I, my new thing is I try to drive the show straight. I meant to say something about our studio today, and then we're going to answer your question about the, how dangerous the ride along was. You don't want to leave too many dangling threads. Thank you. <laughs> that that could have been one right there, but I'm not going to let it be. I know you wanted to go I, after it so badly. Okay, God knows I've got to. I could do some witty. Uh, banter on threads you don't have anything to prove here thank you <laughs> so the studio today is um just our regular crew and uh and blake uh blake wexler is here so it's a nice calm blake, hi. we started to have five or six people and uh I'm, we're back to just the basics like almost a studio audience we started to have like five or six seven people it was mm-hmm. a little a little much people were crunching and moving Oh, I hate the crunching. The crunching yes, is what I get to. All right, so listen. Why is everybody crunching all the time? <laughs> you know what? That's a good question. Our guest is Paul F. Tompkins. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Paul F. Tompkins. All right, listen. We're back. <laughs> listen. So I need a copy of that. Am I a, Wait, do you, Paul? 
I am so excited. I have so many little jingles for you, oh, and, and we're going to get to them in one second. Thank you. I can't wait. <laughs> Thank you. I got here early today just to, just to hear the jingle guy's jingles that he sent me. Lynn Shore. You, you moved our recording time up an hour. I did. Is it because you were so excited? Because they were ready earlier than we thought they would be. The, the here at the were hot dealership? off the press. Yes. Well, oh, the jingles were ready. Yeah, the jingles were ready th- earlier than I thought. And by the way, Same. when you say this is a dealership, and, and don't, don't think I'm being like sensitive about it. I always tell people so they don't think – I used to say dealership. And then they got here and they went, oh, it's not – I pictured it was like a Chevy dealership. They go, it's more of a car showroom with like antique old cars. Oh, I see. That sounds better, doesn't it? It's, hard, it's more difficult to say. Could we tweet right. some pictures of there must the be a, surroundings? But please, I'm talking over here. <laughs> what did we just say about crosstalk? It is very – by the way, I did hear it last week and it can be mind-maddening. Yeah, it can be mind It is the worst thing in the world. I mean, it really, it's, you know what it is? Well, guys, what I, I want to say about like crosstalk. Here's the thing. Is you, that I, I mean, feel like there's the a more problem. An audience will put up with a lot, saying, but they won't. Well, yeah, and there's a like, certain time saying is when it gets too, too much. It's just overwhelming. Uh, there's got to be, I think you have to, people. Even if it's anti-car. Here's what we should do. That's what I think. I understand this. Where are the bailouts? Okay, we'll take a break. No, we won't. So, do I. Love getting out of bits. Am I aware? Hold on, everybody. I'm doing a good job. I'm doing a good you job. You are doing a good job. Oh, my God. Fiona Apple listens to the show. I want to say hi. All right. So, Daniel. I bet she doesn't listen to my show. Um, I bet you don't either. Son of a bitch. You know what? We're going to talk about that later. We You're will gonna talk feel about stupid. that later. You're going to feel so fucking stupid when we talk about it. So, are, do, am I aware of the danger of police ride-alongs? Did, I, did the words... This better be about my fucking police <laughs> ride-along. just ask him? Yes. Am I aware of the danger of police ride-alongs? Because yeah, he asked me that before. Okay. It wasn't right. police ride-alongs. It was impersonating a police officer. Okay. I'll answer both of those questions. Those, that phrase has never... I think had, one is way more dangerous than the other. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you the truth? Yes. I think the police ride-alongs are more dangerous. Okay. I, I would hope that you would always tell me the truth, Todd. <laughs> Uh, you then know you would I, treat me with that much respect? Paul, <laughs> I dealt with you before, and I'll... <laughs> Please let me... We th- meet again, Todd Glass. Okay, pulling people over. Uh, yes, I'm aware of the uh, how dangerous it is. Now, as an adult, I would not do it. As an adult, I wouldn't do it. Uh, but when it's more believable that you would be a police officer you know, rather than when you were a child. See Chris over here? Yeah. That's what I looked like when I was in high school. With a beard? And he's 19. Chris, how old are you, 19? So I look like him. No one ever thought, no. Chris, are you pulling people over? I stopped telling people my age when I was 23 on stage because people would go, shut up. And I would get mad at people in the audience. I'd be like, you want to see my fucking ID? So I'd go, Todd, maybe it's a good idea not to Because they thought you were older. They They thought thought I was a lot older, yeah. So anyway, so I wouldn't do that anymore. I was young, and I had a red light that my friend Adam Gordon bought me, and I would pull people over, and I pulled my principal over. And I couldn't believe it when I got up to the car. I was like, motherfucker. And I had a line. I would say, you know what? Now as an adult, to give you the line. What would be the thing you would typically do? You would let people go with a warning? Because you didn't have a ticket book. Right? No, I didn't have a ticket book. So you would give them a hard time. I would. Let me, let me, uh, you shut up. Let me, <laughs> let me imagine what you did, right? Okay. This is what? How old were you? Um, 19, 20, 21. No, wait. Oh, no, by the time I moved to L.A., I stopped doing it. I did it 17, 17, 18, and 19. Did you have a uniform? (laughs) No. Okay. I had a blue blazer. A blue blazer. Close high school kid. A blue windbreaker tucked into my jeans, because that's what a lot of, like, undercover cops wore. Tucked into your jeans? They do it. I don't know why, but they'll tuck in, and, like, it'll say, like, LAPD on the back, and they sometimes tuck a blazer into their jeans. Yeah, that's weird. Not a a blazer like you would wear out to eat. A a windbreaker, yes. Okay, go ahead, Paul. Back to you. So you would pull them (laughs) over, and you'd, like, swagger up to that car, right? First, you would make them wait a little bit. 
Yes. Right? Yes. Let it, let it, oh my God! You, yes. You let them sweat. We, we love you that them, part. You would look for the you look for the beads of sweat on the back of their neck. Mm-hmm. Then you would get out of the car. You would swagger up there, like really take your time, so they could hear <laughs> the footsteps on the asphalt. Then you, uh, if if they had the window rolled up, you'd give them the the finger in the air to roll the window down, right? Mm. The twirling thing. And then, um, oh, it bothers me how well you got it. Well, so far. Come on, I'm trying to, like if I was a kid and I was doing this and I was really savoring it, right? And also because to keep your nerves in check, you have to like do everything as as deliberately as possible, so you can just keep a hold of yourself, right? So they roll the window down, and the next uh, part you'll never guess. <laughs> I'm gonna say. Never. You would wait for them to ask, is there a problem, rather than you say something right away. I would say this. I'm going to have to get up and bend over like I would into their window to really get into the... Uh, <laughs> sure, okay, okay so like you know how the cop bends down and sort of gets to your level? Yeah, yeah. Okay, As go. the super nanny oh, talked uh, Yeah, the super nanny, which, by the way, still love the show. Mm-hmm. Hold on, hold on. Instead of talking about that and then getting back to this... Make a note. Super nanny. There we go. I'm doing good, folks. You're Did you have a flashlight with you? Shh. It's about the cops. I don't care. <laughs> Everyone be quiet while Todd writes this I'm down. I'm trying to keep peace. <laughs> and people listening to this at home also should be quiet while yeah. Todd writes down. <laughs> <laughs> so as an adult, I realize the danger of this. I feel mm. the need to, because the minute I do it, you're all going to go, ah, and you justifiably should, because here's what you're going to say. Todd, as an adult, you shouldn't, you, you know, we're proud of you, yeah. but you should have known as a 19-year-old. You're right. Yes. But I didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it was so much fun. You know, I compared to I like rock how climbing. You started, we're proud of you for figuring this out. I compared <laughs> to rock climbing. Like, I get it. It's so fucking dangerous, but the thrill. Sure. E- even police ride alongs think Absolutely. about it. You know how dangerous they are? But it, the fun of it. Todd, is, how about getting in an elevator? You don't right. know what's going to happen. Thank you. It feels great. <laughs> a glass one on the outside of a building? That's a thrill. It is. Well, here's what I did. You ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I go up to the car. Now, I forget. I'm. I'm I, I'm pretty close, because this was many years sure. ago. This is like 20 years ago. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're going to bath. Listen, uh, the reason we have uh, unmarked cars is so, you know, we can uh, catch, capture activity like that, which you probably wouldn't have done if I was in a marked car. Uh, how you doing tonight? Is there, you know, and then I would just sort of, I would do the whole thing about... Why we have unmarked cars. Just to right. get rid because, of some questions that you thought they might have. Yeah, because a cop said that to me once. He goes, the reason we have unmarked cars is to get radic- to, for, to catch people doing radical things like you were just doing. How do and you it know worked that was tonight. even a cop? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it it could have been anybody. It was a cop. It could have yeah. been a kid from another school. <laughs> Hold on. I said, uh, the reason we have these unmarked cars. One, two, one, two. That's not me. Which one's me, Katie? You should be number one. I'm not. I, yeah, I am number one. Hey. All right, listen. So, so I did a police ride-along on uh, Friday night. Uh, I did a police ride along this and, past Friday night. Yeah, and it was fun. The minute I got there, now, you've could, done this a lot. I've done this a lot, but this was a fun night because uh, the code threes are getting less and less as the years go on. That's you lights and siren. That. Oh, lights and siren are lights. code threes. They used to cops would even sometimes even do it without being uh, given the permission to. They would, you know. Now it's strict. If you don't get a code three over the a permission from dispatch to go code three lights and what siren. What codes one and two? Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I like how I answered you. Like, well, I thought you really wanted to know. Maybe you did. I did. So we get into the station, and I love the dynamics of what happens. So the, the, whatever the call is on the dispatch, he, he counts. He goes 1,001, 1,002. There's a thing that, like, if it could be where you're going to have to give someone mouth to mouth. No, it's, you know, even cops. You don't want to be the first one taking this call. Go on. So they said, 
So they go, he goes, 1,001, 1,002. The only reason he did the three counts, because it really wasn't close to where we were at. Finally, 1,003, yeah, three seconds. You know, he took the call. Three-second rule. And he goes, uh, so then he goes, we got a code three. We bolt his car. Mm-hmm. I mean, we fly like fucking I want to. Like, this is what I want everyone. We pull out of that station because it's a girl that OD'd. She OD'd, so, you know, there's some, they understand that 10 seconds could be, so she's, so we go down Sunset Boulevard, we are flying through red, like, whoop, whoop, go through, boom, they hear the engine of the car just making rights, lefts around cars, and we get there, and the mom was visibly shaken at first, and I, this isn't funny, but I, I, I get the dynamic of it, when the, uh, some of the other cops didn't, and I sort of, you know, once I was comfortable to give my opinion, I did, at first I just, you know, when they don't know who you are, you just sit back, and then he goes, hey, this is Todd. They said she was very visibly shaken at first, the mother, <laughs> meeting the cops outside, bring them in. But then once they know she's going to be all right, they, you know, they, she, she has a pole, she's going to be all right. The paramedics were there. Then she got angry. And they go, that's with so who? weird. With the daughter. And I went, yeah, because with all the bullshit her daughter yes, does, she doesn't course. want her to die. But once she realizes she's going to live, then she could be pissed at her. Yes. I totally got it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, but it was a fun night with the, uh, the ride along. So, Paul. Hold on a second. Yes. <laughs> the cops say, oh, and this is our friend Todd. Yeah, he'll go, this is a buddy of mine And they're always nicer when they say it's a buddy of mine Because then they don't have to be on You know what I mean Like, you you know, I'm sure there's a a camaraderie between cops I'm not saying a bad one But once they know it's a buddy And especially if they know I'm a comic Then then I just get to be privy to to the uh, No, I mean to the mother of the OD victim Oh, nothing Uh, They don't explain your presence at all? No, because But you don't go up to And who's that giving mouth to mouth to my daughter? I know what I'm doing Buddy of mine Well, that's a good question. What did you say? Buddy of mine. (laughs) Kino. There you go. Listen, that's yours. We should have played his first. That way his bad one seems... uh, I was promised a ton of jingles. I got him. I got him. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, So they they go... uh, They don't normally... Because sometimes there are plainclothes cops there, so... And I look, believe me, I do my job at looking like I'm not a, you know. Oh, I bet you do. I wear wear an LAPD shirt. No, I don't. They, oh, by the way, this was the first time ever they wanted me to wear a badge that said ride along. I conveniently left it in the car nine times. He goes, Todd, where's your badge? I go, oh, I left it in the car. He goes, Todd, you don't want to wear it. I know because it makes you look like a loser. I go, how'd you fucking know? He goes, because I know you. What does this badge look like? It, a clip-on plastic. Oh, right. It ruined my whole... Like you would give to a child. Thank you. Yes. So anyway, here's what I got for you, Paul. And then we're going to move on. We have so Let much- me ask you this. Mm-hmm. When you're doing the ride-along, <laughs> do you put like a wooden block or something bulky <laughs> no. on your belt to make it seem like you have a gun under your jacket? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do know how to dress. Like, sure. How? I wear jeans and sneaks because that's what they're going to wear. And then I have like an oversized, like a, a little uh, Vin Mackey from The Shield. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. I don't Type know. Black T-shirt. No. I, I got. But but Shave I got, my head. I know what I'm. I know. You know. I know how to dress. You could, or you could look like a detective and wear a pair of like wingtip shoes and a pair of like suit pants and just a uh, what do you call it? A button down. Yeah. That's sort of what a detective might. But a detective's sure. not usually doing a ride along. But anyway. But it was fun. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. So what's um, more fun than an OD? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I got to uh, recently. Uh, my my uh, when my father passed away, I got it was my first time driving in a funeral procession, which I had never experienced before, and it was the greatest. <laughs> Did you go through red lights? Yeah, it was such a great feeling because everybody just slows down, and because there's no sirens or anything, it it feels respectful. You know what I mean? It feels like everyone is acknowledging this thing. That is, it's it's a thing that we do in our society, and we let these people go and all that. And it was 
it was awesome. And then I got mad because somebody turned a corner, got in our procession, two cars <laughs> Making me mad. Was, yeah, my brother was ahead of me, and then he got ahead of my brother. And it was like, then we had to stop for a couple lights until this guy got out of the way, and it almost ruined it for me. Did you? <laughs> First of all, it's beautiful that... that I, I don't think you're. I think that story. Uh, somebody else might go, Paul. How could you be enjoying it? I'm like, I'm right with you. It I was fucking it's, love. It's it. a weird thing. It's a weird feeling. But of let power. me ask you this: Was there a cop in the beginning, in the end, or was there just a funeral? No, no, no. It was a hearse. Hearse. Yeah, yeah. We all turn our lights on. We have the flags on the cars, and yeah, yeah. that's all you need. But you have to have that hearse. Flags? You can't just you can't just get a bunch of those banners. What kind of flags? It says funeral. Remember Ben? Oh, Crow? the flags of all nations. <laughs> yeah, we had, we had the flags of all nations on our cars. Remember Ben Carlin's bit about flags? I was Brazil and I think <laughs> Portugal. Remember Ben Carlin's bit about this? Because you ever, no. you're running late and you see a funeral. You go, I'll just hop in there. <laughs> of course, for people listening, that's the way he talked. He was a comedian from Philly. He Still really is. did talk that way. And he would go, he goes, I'll just jump into this funeral procession. <laughs> hey, you might be dead, but you're helping me, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Ben's still doing it, right? He's I hope he is. Funniest guy in the world. If he's listening. Listen. If he's listening. <laughs> no, no. I mean, even if he's not listening. Even if... Sure. Okay. All right. So then we're going to play your jingles, but one more thing. And I, I'm, I'm really proud. I feel like I have a little more organization than normal. And the over-talking each other, let's be really aware of that, too. Yeah, I agree. I think that's like a thing Are we should Are you more organized more over, because right? I'm here? <laughs> Tompkins. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> it works every time. That was a different one. That wasn't the same one as before. It's, you don't think I would waste do that? That's disrespectful. It's the same Play th Prince thing, but with my name instead of Dennis. No, this is the first one. F F. F, F. Oh. oh yeah. No, play the first one you played for him. Paul F. Tompkins. All right, listen, Super Nanny. <laughs> You know, I'm, I, I'm actually being serious about this. Uh, I, I, there's no use bringing, you know, everyone knows my views on that, but sometimes when you hear someone... Chris Just refresh the listeners, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's evil. That's evil. Because you, know, you know how bad I would like to. Like, it's evil because you're like taunting with my... Oh, Todd, I think you should refresh the it's listeners. It's been a while. Maybe yeah. you should mention again your stance. <laughs> but here's what she said, and I thought it was really interesting. She goes, the problem with using a form of discipline that you can't elevate... Mm -hmm. And a, a parent was using hot sauce. And she said, even if it did work and it's not, that's why I'm here. <laughs> Which, hold on. What, what, what? How is she using the hot sauce? She's making them put it on their tongue. Oh, really? And by the way, hold on, hold on. Let that's me keep this. so like Huckleberry Finn But let something. me keep this crystal clear. There's more people doing that that aren't seemingly I'm lunatics. Sure. Right. Yes. You, you, you probably know someone. or you know. The, I'm sure, because right. it's an old thing right. that their grandparents passed down. Washed the mouth out with soap. Yes, 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 yes. So she said, and here, I, I love it, she made it crystal clear. She goes, even if it works, and it doesn't, because I wouldn't fucking be here. But she goes, Pe she didn't say that, but she, she said that. I wish she had. Yeah. That would have been, been a great episode of Super Nanny. Well, it's amazing uh, that you see it on a lot of shows, and I can never get enough of it. When, the, when she goes, I wouldn't be here. This isn't the first show I've done. You, you people call me, and then you sit here with me in the house holding on to dear life with what is not working. Yeah. She goes, but even if it did work, you can't escalate it. She goes, what are you going to do next? Pour the whole bottle in their mouth? 
What, how, where, when that doesn't work anymore, and eventually one day it will. One day they'll go, that didn't even bother me. Yeah. And she goes, that's the problem with hitting. Again, even underlined a hundred times, if it worked, yeah. it eventually won't. Eventually it won't hurt them. And then you escalate it. Well, you can't escalate it to the point of abuse, so it doesn't work. That's right. So I thought that was cool. Like, it's, yeah, you need to have a form of discipline that you can escalate. Which is emotional abuse. This is why it always works, because you can always make a child feel even worse than you did the last time you made them right. feel bad. Hey, that's a good point. Am I right or am I right? No, no, when you're right, you're right. Self-esteem, that's a deep well. You can just keep going down. That's right. So anyway, there, there we got that. Paul, <laughs> that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. I may get your pour some more wine. We're gonna. I want to enjoy this jingle. Like I want you to really. Lynn Shore is our jingle guy. He's wonderful, and he'll make jingles for you. you I'm mu- thinking of changing my jingle guy. <laughs> you have a jingle guy too? No, I know you don't. But I would really recommend you use my jingle guy. He's great. Let's talk about it off the air. My jingle guy's great. Oh, what is this? Oh my, he's writing something down on a piece of paper. My new ringtone. Paul, Paul, Paul F. Tompkins. Paul, Paul, Paul F. Tompkins. We got him here. Listen. We couldn't be happy. <laughs> hold on, hold on, pause it, pause it. Go back a little bit. He tried to. He uh, uh, made, if, uh, if you weren't really listening, he made, he rhymed it by. But but listen, go back again. Oh yeah. Go just a teeny bit. All right then. Paul, Paul, Paul F. Tompkins. Paul, Paul, Paul F. Tompkins. We got. Our guest is Paul F. Tompkins. I go real old school when I go to commercial. <laughs> Our guest is Paul F. Tompkins. You're listening to the Todd Glass Show on the Nerdist Network, and we'll take a break. No, we're not taking a break. All right, fade out of the music. But fade out. Now, this next Why one. Why is it still going on? Because it's betting music. Okay. Come on. <laughs> well, I, it's a very specific jingle to one person. And then it just kept on going. Well, because even though he's done singing, he knows I, I say leave some betting music. He's anticipating your needs. What if he just did this? Paul oh, F. Tompkins is finally here. <laughs> is that what you want, Paul? That's not, that's not about what I want, Todd. Oh, my God. You should see the look. We need to start taking pictures in the studio because he just shot me. Uh, just the, 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 a look of death, people. I want I you to doing, know. I was doing some soap opera acting. Actually. Yes. Uh, what were you going to ask? I'm being very... <sighs> it's gone. It's gone. Okay. We did you a jingle, too. Yeah, I heard it. It was great. We did two of them for you. Do you have the other one for him? The first one? First one? Yeah. 
Daniel, you know. Does that count as a jingle? It's just the drum roll. Paul, do you know how much work goes into these? Do you think I'm talking about that one in particular? No, that was the joke that yours was great, and then his one was like, there was a. What was the worst one that just said Daniel Kino? Kino, there. So. Um, Are any of these jingles non-Tom Jones adjacent? <laughs> oh, my God. How dare you? I love to be offended. <laughs> Richard Simmons style. That is a rude jingle question. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I've been asked a lot of rude questions. Nothing in this category. Um, I made you another one, but now I'm apprehensive to play. I was so Why? excited. Well, Because the, here's what happens. Lynn calls me up. He goes, Todd, I can't do uh, these boots are made for walking. He goes, it just doesn't fit. I go, jam it the fuck in there and make it fit. You just rhymed happier with here. Thank you. So I think you can do it, Lynn. Thank you. Speaking of, okay, so. Um, do or do not, Lynn. There is no try. Yoda. Isolate that and play it for him. Because I'm sick of his shit. No, this is the way I have to train him. This is what it's Hold like on. jingle guys. Not yet. <laughs> you, like, like you have a history It's a these, classic jingle guy these problem These jingle guys will fucking walk all over what you What is it with these jingle guys They never want to do this you know They always want to do that Ever since the jingle guy union Came online That's right. This has been a huge That's problem right. Now we gotta bend over backwards yeah. For these jingle guys Oh yes. yeah. yeah Oh excuse me It won't fit These boots are made for walking Make it fucking fit They're ruining podcasting Yeah I can't <laughs> d- d- I can't squeeze it in there I've tried I'd like to have video of him How long he tried yeah, 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 yeah. I know how long he tried. He didn't. Let's put a nanny cam on Lynn and see mm-hmm. how hard he's really working on these jingles. Well, I'll tell you how I know he didn't fucking try. Mm-hmm. Uh, because when I yelled at him, mm-hmm. he fucking managed. I don't. I don't want to overuse the word fucking. No, I swear. I'm, I'm, I think you're using it just enough. Okay. I don't want to. I don't want to. I, I I called him up. I said, squeeze it in there. Get it to fucking fit. That's right. And all of a sudden, oh, it was able to fit. Now. Do you want to say something and then we'll throw it a commercial using this jingle, like a just a one-liner or anything like that? And I'll go, our guest is Paul F. Tompkins. We'll be right back. More fun to come. <laughs> yeah, oh, I like, oh, wait. Uh, wait. You, is that what you want? Uh, wait. Uh, um, oh, just act like you just said the end of a joke. Oh, and, the, and, it was, and, the, and the blueberries. I were... see what you're saying. Okay, thank okay. you. Hit, hit me again with the setup. I mean, since obviously we're not doing any editing, hit me again with the setup. <laughs> well, you don't need the setup again. Yes, I do, Todd. Oh, <laughs> what are you, Lynn? <laughs> Can't do it. Oh my God! No, Paul, that's below the belt. Um, no, you know what? You're right, and I apologize. Okay, so you're gonna go. We're gonna we're gonna do it like radio style. You're gonna have a. You can just do the, like the last five words of a fake joke, and then I'll Absolutely. go. Our guest is Paul F. Tompkins, and then we'll be right back. Yeah. Okay, so go ahead. I thought you were going to say our guest is Paul F. Tompkins, and then... No, I say it after you say your thing, and then we go to commercial with our new jingle. Okay. Oh, I think... Okay, I misunderstood. I think, our, I think you did. Here's what... Well, I'm, I'm admitting that I did. <laughs> <laughs> I love it that you're... It, oh, there's so much about that because cause that's just beautiful. You're like... Because we've all been there. Like, yeah, I admitted I'm wrong, and part of my kudos <laughs> I get for exactly. it is you fucking accept yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's, that, it's the, like the struggle of... Who's in control of this situation exactly. where it's like, I made you do that. Like, you didn't make me do that. Okay. So go ahead. All right. So how do we do it? It's, you say it's a say in the water. And, and then, then you're going to say. So I I'll, do the end of a fake joke and then you do. I and then we the jingle. Chris, focus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go ahead. And so I found myself saying, but on my shoes, Larry. <laughs> Our guest is Paul F. Tompkins. We'll be right back. <laughs> He doesn't like the jingle, so he's being a dick. Oh, I hate this song. He hates the song, not you. Uh. 
It's unprofessional. That's a bad message. That was a little clunky. Listen to this part. I love it. No, not this part. This part. This part. Now, hold on. Ah, it's my favorite part. (laughs) Play it again. Play it again. Can you go back a little bit? That's my favorite part. That's criminal. I don't, I can't. I don't know why, but I listened to it thirty times. You don't know why you listen to that thirty times? Oh. It's got my name in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what I noticed though? You're, <laughs> by the way, is that going to be my? You that out. Uh, I noticed you didn't mind sitting here listening to your jingle. You know what? Do you mind if we play your first jingle again? Seriously, I'd really like to. Uh, you don't have to, right? Oh, you didn't fall for my bait. <laughs> I thought you were going to go sure, and I go. I didn't know uh-huh. which. Way, I didn't know which way to play it. I listen. I feel like I did some bad improv there. No. Can I get more of myself in the headphones? Is that possible? Yeah, can you bring them up a <laughs> How little? How does that work? I bring got them plenty up. of everybody else, believe me. We're all good. <laughs> I'd like to feel like I'm not uh, blowing my voice out for this. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, listen. Everybody, take a deep breath. Um, I want to be so organized today. What's the song we're going to overuse today? Like, we'll take a break. And, you know, the Charlie <laughs> Pride song? You have it ready? So right now, if I did it, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. I love it. All right, so we'll play that one. So here we are. Everybody settle down. That means me. Um, we <laughs> talked about the super nanny. Um, did my ride along. Um, and I don't know what else to talk about. I have a story about, about wine. my neighbors. It's not really about wine, but wine is the thing that made me think of it. Okay. About my neighbors uh, that I think you, I think is right up your alley that I think you will enjoy. Okay. We'll take a break. We'll hear your story. Well, well, we'll be right wait, back. I right we were on the break. No, no, we're taking a break now. What the fuck is happening? Stop it. That's unprofessional. Ugh. Treat me like a real Lynn over here. Whenever I chance to meet some old friends on the street. Okay. All right. All right. So there you go. I just think it's great, like, the guy who has no comedic timing at all, like, in the middle, you, you know, you don't, it, that's not really a teaser right there. Like, you don't go, okay, we'll hear the rest of your story. He just uses anything at all. We'll take a break. We'll hear the rest <laughs> yeah, of your story. Exactly. Just the guy that's good at throws. Yes, that's all, all he can is. do. Terrible host, great at throws. But that is funny. Actually, we'll take a break. That is we'll what's happening. Right. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. All right. I know. Okay, so the, uh, yeah, because you texted me today because I was asking you what type of wine. Todd, we had fun texting. Tell me we didn't have a great time. Be careful with your mic. Because it it made a noise. Yeah. It's all right. Okay. Stand is there so you don't have to uh, touch anything. That's why it exists. I love that. That tone is not of one of respect. Like it's no, uh, not at all. It's okay. terrible. Yeah, but it's uh, but it's funny. I love it comedically. Yeah. It's great. It's like it's like uh, I'm trying to hide my contempt, but just a little bit. Yeah, I'm if not you, really giving that any effort. It's more for everybody else. Yeah. Like, you're all on board with me that this person is beneath <laughs> respect. Uh, you might want to be a little the, the scrunched up face for the people listening. <laughs> exactly. uh, we got scrunched those. up face. Uh, appalled, like, you might want to not be doing that with the, uh, it's a little jiggly over yeah, there. Yeah, it's like the wide eyes with the furrowed eyebrows. Right. Like, um, yeah, that's not a great idea to do. Yeah, it's almost like you're not, uh, the, uh, the sir. I love when, when, when I thought, why didn't I fucking think of that? People using the, well, it's your bit. So, but. Uh, yeah, the word sir, which is supposed to denote respect, uh-huh. and now has come to be the, the term of the least amount of respect possible. <laughs> sir, sir, sir. <laughs> 
Uh, that's not this department, sir. It's like it used to be that you had to slay a dragon to be called sir. <laughs> yeah. Now it's you're the biggest idiot in the world. Yeah. Uh, sir, sorry, sir. No, sir. <laughs> sir, sir. You can't stand there. Along with sir should come a respectful tone. Yeah, exactly. uh, sir. Uh, sir. Sir. I'm That's sorry, great. sir. You cannot stand there. Yeah, sir. It's for your own safety, sir. I am sorry. How would you say, sir, if you really meant it? Like, you can't stand there because it was in I danger. I think I just gave a great example of it. <laughs> oh, my. Paul. 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 There you go. <laughs> I did not see that one coming. Did you like that one? I like you again. I feel like you, you sold me a bill of goods when you said there were so many jingles. And it's that same uh, section of the, the Prince solo. And just different variations on the names. I mean, honestly, that's what it is. Right? You know what, Paul? F F. I'm not going to be. <laughs> I think you're hurting oh, my. Oh, I hope Tomp and Kins are two separate jingles. <laughs> I wish they were. You're hurting my feelings, and I'm going to take a time out so I don't blow up at you. And you could do the show by yourself until I come back. I'm going to take a little oh my time God, out. This is. Wait, what do I? Ty, right. Do I have to leave? Okay, so um, here's the Todd Glass show. Uh, I'm not, I'm not bad. I just thought you'd actually be like, I thought you'd melt a little. Uh, okay. And I'm uh, gonna go downstairs and walk around the show. Okay. All right. By the way, I'll be at the Helium Comedy Club. We'll, we'll, we'll do plugs at the end. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back to the Todd Glass show. My God. So um, just let's just. So Daniel um. How is uh, comedy going? <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it's yeah. fun, right? Yeah, no, it's fun. It's fun. I like. I like to travel. You know, sometimes you get. Ooh, um, just just just, like, just act like he's right there. I don't. I know. Hey, Paul, I can close that door for you if you want. Oh, could you, Katie? That would be. That would be so wonderful. Oh, fucking punch her too. A lot of. Uh, can you pick? Can you pick all that up on them? The thing? I'll cut it out in post. Okay. I'll just oh, cut it out. Who uh, who likes to travel? Oh, Paul, how are you doing? How oh, are, thank you for asking. With you? Uh, things yeah. are good. Uh, I got no complaints. Um, you know, it's a funny story. Um, you know, I live in this uh, neighborhood. It's a nice residential area. Oh, yeah? That bit was all right. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the best bit. <laughs> I, I really do want to hear about the, uh, the wine. Oh, your neighbor. Yes. Okay. Well, we got uh, we got new neighbors in our neighborhood. We live in this very quiet, uh, nice residential area in Los Feliz. It's really nice. And uh, <clears throat> shortly before uh, the new year, these people moved in, and they would occasionally play their music super loud, super late at night. Like they're in their house, they they would open their front door, and they had like a little fire pit in the front yard, and they would sit out there. But the <laughs> The music source was the stereo that's in the house. So it's like, well, we got to turn it up super loud if we're going to hear it outside. So it would wake us up, you know. And so I would have to go across the, across the street in my pajamas. I mean, like, could you guys just 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 close the door? That's all you got to do is close the door. And before I could get to that, they would always be like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. And they would run in and turn the music down. And I'm like, thank you, and then go back. And it happened, like, you know, three or four times. And so finally, I... I was trying to figure out what, how do I diffuse the situation? Because I don't want to be, I don't want, I don't want to be like the cranky old man in the neighborhood. You know what I mean? I don't want to be ruining the fun because they seem like okay people. It's just like this crazy thing. How can they not realize that that sound travels that late at night? So I wrote a note to them saying, "Hey, uh, 
I'm your neighbor, Paul. I live across the street. There's my address, phone number. Um, uh, you may remember me from coming across the street a few times to ask you to turn the music down. I do not want to ruin anybody's fun, and I don't want to be like the cranky old guy in the neighborhood. Um, I'm just asking if you would just close your door. When it gets to be about 11 p.m., if you would just close your door, you can keep the music turned up. Just close the door. It would make a huge difference. And if you would do this, I will bring you a bottle of wine every month. That is my gift to you to, to like start this deal. And I attached it in the note to a bottle of wine saying, I would be happy to do this because I want us to be good neighbors and everything. And I don't want to ruin your good time. Well, please you know? tell me this has a happy ending because you couldn't have handled it better. It, this was like before we went away for Christmas and then <clears throat> or, or like I think like after the first of the year. And then just the other day, I got a note back from them in the mailbox uh, that was the nicest note saying, we really appreciate that. That was very sweet of you. I'm sorry we didn't respond sooner, but we just went and got married. So we were out of town for a couple weeks. Um, We appreciate your thoughtfulness. And we moved from Topanga Canyon where nobody was around so we could blare the music. And so we didn't think that we were in a different situation. So, um, so sorry, you don't have to bring us wine. That was really sweet of you. But, uh, we, you know, in the future, if anything, if we make too much noise, here's my number, you know, give us a call so you don't have to leave your home to come across the street and everything. I thought that was really, really nice. And I was really pleased with having gone, gone that route rather than, you know, some other like aggressive thing to do, you know, and it made me think of you. Thank you. It did. It seemed like a kind of thing that you would do. Well, you know what? <clears throat> I really appreciate that because, you know, uh, I do try to sometimes approach people. I always tell Daniel, if you want harmony, then you, sometimes you have to approach it. But does he listen? He does, actually. He does. Because uh, like you know how the, I approach. I hope you're right. I approach people. Fuck you guys. Uh, oh, 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 come on. I approach someone. Uh, I think I've told this story once before, but <clears throat> I always say to Daniel, you know, in certain situations, it doesn't matter how wrong somebody is. You just let it go. Now, there's certain situations you can't let go. If you're at a restaurant and maybe the waiter or waitress is being incredibly rude, well, you're about to pay a bill. So you can't just swap. You can't go, yeah. that's her problem. It's not me. Sometimes you have to stop the – stop it. You have, to, you have to say, hey, this can't keep going on like this yes. and defend yourself. Most of the times you can just let it go. But the line I use a lot, is there any way I could ask you without you thinking I'm a jerk – yeah. Most of the time, people are pretty cool with that if you if you don't you know aggressively approach them. So, but but sometimes it doesn't. It sucks when you really try your hardest and then somebody you know yes. uh, you know it's the guy at the uh, it, and you know the thing. But you have to try. You have to try mm-hmm. in a nice way first. Yeah. So you can f- you so you know that you tried to do the right thing. Right. You know before it got bad. Right. You know that it's like and you can stand by that and say I tried to be a decent person about this, yeah. but this person was unreasonable. And I'm so glad I thought that story was going to end where they didn't weren't uh, you know didn't accept. Yeah, that's it. where I thought it was going. Yeah, and that was, and that blows loud when that again. Happens. They were super cool, but to me it was it really made me feel good that that worked. You know that th- if you deal with people in a reasonable way, chances are they'll be reasonable back. I will say though, they give me the phone number. Uh, any in my experience. Because I've, ha- I've, I've dealt with this before with people who have, are, are routinely loud. You know, it's like, next time just call me. It's like they don't hear the phone because they're being right. loud. <laughs> yeah, I had a situation once with a neighbor's dog barking. And uh, they told me uh, before it really bothered me how the, all the neighbors were, you know, really weird. Those are weird. She goes, and she was giving me the lowdown on everybody ah, in the neighborhood. They're weird. Oh, no, weird and mean. And that, right. and that woman's crazy. And she gave me the lowdown on everybody, how crazy they were. And I thought... 
she was so nice and I thought God I'm glad I talked to her because now I know yeah. she sort of and then I realized afterwards no everyone else was great she yeah. was fucking nice yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. hard to be honest with somebody I think this morphs into this this does to me because it has to do with how to deal with people there's a guy at the gym that works at he owns the juice bar mm-hmm. and one time he was being a big asshole to me and I said I think I, I forgot where I got this from I said um, hey are you having one of those days and he fell. He, you know, you drop his body fell. His yeah. arms, yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Which is the defining moment. Whether you're hitting someone that's really a decent person, but had a stressful day, or they're just a mean spirited person. Yes. And he always appreciated it. And I think he's trying. And he goes, you know, I always remember. He has an accent. It's hard not to do him without doing his accent. I remember, Todd, when you say to me, oh, Paul, I have one of what the days. Is that? <laughs> What's that? What accent is that? It's from a foreign country. Well, it wasn't that? Todd, <laughs> why you are so kind to me? Why do you remember that people have a feeling inside? Well, Paul, That's... I gotta be. It's not that. I mean, try to lend, but bring it down a that, little. That can't be that off, right? You know what? Actually, it isn't. <laughs> it's not that off. It's not that off, actually. Let's so, role play. So let's. So I'm the guy, right? Okay. And you'll be you. Okay. <laughs> and so here you come up to the juice bar, and I'm help. I'm, Is this the I'm moment where it happened, where he's gonna disarm yes. him? Okay. So okay. there's like a oh, customer okay. in front of you. And I'm like, you are a filth. Get away from this bar. I curse oh. you. It's not that. What do you want? Right. What do you want? Um, hey, are you having one of those days? Hey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my friend. <laughs> you are a nice person. Hold on, Paul, Paul, Paul. I got to break. I got to break you. You got to do it again and be even meaner because no one's going to go from that mean to, to ble- <laughs> oh, like that was a meanness. Just do it even meaner. Like you. Okay. I love when you went. Pugh, like, okay. but then the minute I say shot. it, you melt. Okay. I give it a shot. Okay. Get away from juice bar. I curse you. Your mother's womb is barren full of glass. Pugh, pugh. Your descendants are dirt. How dare you? I curse you to hell. What do you want at juice bar? Hey, are you just having one of those days? <sighs> Customer, <laughs> you have teach me the value of human relationship. I come to this country with a dream to crush fruit into juice. <laughs> Give to people for exorbitant amount of money. And then today, my child, he disrespects me. <laughs> He's an anathema to my culture. He is bad child. He is son of goat. <laughs> but for stranger to come to me and say, you have one of those days. This means world. Customer, I grant you three wishes. <laughs> oh, really? Anything uh, you can I, wish for. Do I get the background music too? <laughs> that is beyond That's wish number one My first wish You have two wishes left Here's the person With the worst wishes In the world This guy is fu- His fu- it, it, This guy's gotta have A fucking me- And the, here's what makes it worse He doesn't have A mental instability Otherwise right. if he was A special needs You would understand It would be almost Endearing What a simple thing He wanted No this guy is just Dumb Right Okay ask me my Three wishes again What What wish you want Three Three wish for you Okay Free gum for life yeah, okay. Um, if hold ever- on, hold on. Oh, wait a second. You want to stick with that first wish? It's not too late. Oh, definitely. 
Because we do the most. Well, I, I hear the three wishes for then I go. Oh, uh, are you so, backing out? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm saying here's how it works with the wish. No, I, no, no. I no, hear no. all the wish first, then I grant them. So you have time to play around a little bit. If you want the other wish, then freak up for life. We say that again? If you want other wish, then freak up for life. <laughs> What for life? I'm sorry. What does he say? Free gum. Free gum. Free gum. Oh, free gum. Yeah. This is what you say, yes. Yeah, free gum for life. All right. You like to stick with that? Or? Oh, come on. Now you're making me feel. St- Can my friend me- with me have a wish too? Well, oh, this is highly irregular. But uh, <laughs> oh, you have. You so make ma- me feel so good from comment. You make I just bomb. You know what? I'm gonna say you don't have to give me wishes because you seem like you're. You're a little uncomfortable. Uncomfortable, yes. Oh, he well, fuck you! Too, I expected you to say no, no, no. I want you to have it, but he. he I am uncomfortable <laughs> with wish. <laughs> the why? Okay, look, you don't have to give me one, but can I ask you the why? Done. Why no did wishes you, for you? <laughs> you. You say I use your words. Okay, I'm, I'm only saying, but why? I'm all right with it. Mm-hmm. But why did you offer it and then get uncomfortable with it? Just so I understand. Hmm. You it, know how? Remember when you wish for freedom for life? I'm sorry, I don't understand what you're saying. Oh, free gum. Bear with me. I'm having one of those days. (laughs) (laughs) You remember when? Uh. You think so, me? Juice man, I wish for free gum for life. Yes. I make a face. I roll my eyes. Right, and then I felt stupid about my wish. Because he's stupid. (laughs) Okay. Look. I'm trying to be honest with you. Okay. I do this wish thing for a long okay, time. Okay, I know what you're... I know... Shut, shut. I am 1,000 years old. Who? What? For real? What's that? How old real? are you? Can I play the music? Can you put some <laughs> reverb in his voice? I am 1,000 years old. Oh, my God. You look great. Thank you. I wasn't fishing, but I like what I caught. <laughs> All right, listen. So now, let me. I'm still happy to talk to this guy. Okay, I love it. I love sure. talking. Okay, we tell, tell the, the the LA Fitness to lower the music. By the way, LA Fitness. <laughs> Is that the music I, they play I, in LA Fitness? Well, I try to make it work. <laughs> they play weird soap opera music. Yes, it gets people working out during the spinning um, classes. I try to. Um, my LA Fitness. By the way, they have a new program. I don't know this for fact, but I've seen it happening. You know how they have personal trainers? Yes. Well, LA Fitness has unpersonal trainers, and it's cheaper. <laughs> you know, they start you on the treadmill, then they talk to their friends while you're working out. When they're supposed, I hate when I see that. When someone's just, you know, someone believed it was really going to be a personal trainer. You know how when you pay money, they're with you. Yes. And they're be- and they're great when they're right on top of you. They don't they don't they don't start talking to anybody. They are with you 100 percent of the time. Yeah. The trainers yeah, there, this- what they do. Because, you know, they're not paying. Oh, because they work at LA Fitness? They work at LA Fitness, and they come, they get you on the treadmill. They go, okay, now, uh, do 45 minutes on the treadmill, and I'll be back. (laughs) This is not what I expected. for. But it's not like they have five other people that they're saying the same thing to. Yes. It's like they're going off. Well, but I mean. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Because they're going off to read a magazine or something. If there were five people, you could understand it. But you're right. The type of mentality that's going on over there is that even if they they wouldn't say, you know what? I only have you today. I'm going to get to spend a little quality time with you. You're right. They'd go read a magazine. Then they come back. See those barbells? Lift them up till you can't breathe anymore. And here's my cell phone number. So anyway. Text me when you're done. Yeah, text me when you're done. <laughs> if you can lift your arms. Yeah, and then call this people if the music gets too loud. I got their phone number too. They live across the street. Um, I was. I love that. So so oh so the guy comes up to me. Uh, oh the guy mm-hmm. said, "Are you having a oh, tough yes, day?" Yes, yes, yes. 
And he goes, uh, God, it's hard for me not to do him doing that voice now. <laughs> and he goes, uh, he goes, can I tell you a story? This is how he actually Is talks. that true? He yeah, said he, that? Yeah, he goes, can I tell you a story? He goes, uh, he goes I'm having a good day. And I, I laugh. I go, that's nice. He goes, today a customer came into here. I, was, I got up late last night because you know about my wife. I go, oh, no. He goes, she left me. I go, oh, that's oh sad to hear. God. I go, but I'm nice. He goes, that's sad to hear. And I, you know what? He, he was, at first, it's very endearing. And you're like, you know what? I'm rushing over to work out. I can spend two minutes here and just have a, you know. But, he, but it always starts that way. Then he gets a little. And then he goes, so um, I came in. I slept last night. And then I couldn't sleep. And then I came in. I start setting up my stuff. And, oh, by the way, the point of this story is to be like, I, don't, I wasn't honest with him that the customer was right that he was complaining about. And we all do that to people in our lives. Mm-hmm. And right. I think I might start changing it. Mm-hmm. I know you can't always do it because we all have our own problems. Mm-hmm. But you know how someone comes to you and says, can you believe like another friend of ours did this? And it's hard for you to go, they're right. Yeah. Because it's like, you. Ugh. but sometimes I'll tell you what, it feels good when someone does it for you. And sometimes I think I want to start doing it for other people. Because mm-hmm. to be a fly on the wall and hear someone defend you. <clears throat> It feels really good, I bet. Sure. To hear someone go, no, Absolutely. I never had a bad experience with that person. But yeah. you don't do it because you're mean. You just do it because you got your own life's problems, and you just let them talk. So anyway, that's what happened. He goes, customer came in, blah, blah, blah. And then he ordered a bottle of water. He goes, he ordered a bottle of water. And then I give it to him. And he goes, if you smile, this is, I'm going word for word. Uh. The customer, I, I'm with the customer, though. Mm-hmm. He goes, the customer said, if you would smile once in a while, I would buy a smoothie. Oh, fuck you. you! I could see if I don't smile, you don't tip me. But you're going to starve yourself? You're going to starve yourself because they don't uh, smile? Fuck you. Fuck you. He goes, let me tell you something. You should not. I forget where he said to move, but I'm probably close. He goes, let me tell you. If you would move to uh, England, you would be fucking famished. Because no one is smiling there. Uh, you tell me I should smile. You order a smoothie. You don't. Uh, that's fucking. And I wanted to go. See, I thought the customer, I didn't write them off. I thought, I feel that way about him. I go, you can own I, this business. Because he never smiles, right? Oh, Daniel, hold on a second. We are on the verge of a breakthrough. <laughs> I think I, I, oh, I'm going right. to defend the guy. I you know, think I have a position where I really, does he owe a smile to everybody that, that Let that me tell you across? something. Absa, it's, you, it's, it's that fake smile that you see on, on so many on. people's faces. Ooh, that started with Absa. Where's it going to go? <laughs> I got it. I got it. I don't know why I get so passionate, but you can tell it's like not my like. You know, it's like I'm. I'm very going to there where you're going when there's probably ten percent of the time that you're right. A customer could have said it with a tone. I don't think you need to go there because. I get it. When I see someone that owns, I'm talking about on a scale from one to ten, ten being the rudest. Mm-hmm. When I see a hostess at a restaurant, it's a ten. Mm-hmm. If it was a seven, a ten's, per, you know what I mean? Like in between, ah, uh, who cares? But I'm talking about when it's horrendous. I think, oh my god, please tell me this is a money laundering place. But because then, <laughs> then I then I don't care. Then right, I, but exactly. My frustration is more how you're going to be kind to me. I can move on and not let it ruin my day. Yes. I'm, I'm serious. You think? Well, then, Todd, where's your? Where, why are you so perplexed? For you, is this a second mortgage on your house? Yeah. And this is the way. So th- th- let me tell you That's something. You you go right to those phony people smiling. Oh, uh, what about the not phony person that is genuinely happy when a customer walks up and, and goes, "Hey, how you doing today?" Because let me one more thing. There's a guy that works. <laughs> you are really Todd. Oh my God. Yeah, this is. There's a guy. I'm trying to get in here. There's a kid that works for him. One kid that works for him that's fucking perfect. He makes an effort if he remembers what you got, which is always, I'm always, he doesn't need to do that. But he's like, you get with a little bit of ice in your coffee. And I thought, I tip him. And I go, yeah, that's what I would like. So I got that customer. 
Be friendly. Be friendly. It makes me want to spend money here. What if your wife is leaving you? And you're from a country where no one smiles for any reason ever, and you're just happy that you got out. But you defend him. Go back to. I want to go back to you defending. You're saying, yeah, I get that guy. Maybe I don't defend him, but I get that guy. Who do you get? That guy, the 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 uh, foreigner that's got a horrible <laughs> life, and uh, and his wife. Well, he is a foreigner, right? He's probably from the, the gentleman. Yeah, it, that is the number one thing about him. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my beer? Oh, but I, you know, he's he's probably that's not doing beard, great. Huh? And then so some. It could be some ditzy blonde runs up. Maybe if you smile, you're going I would buy. Yeah. But here's the thing. I, I would, see what you're saying. In that case, obviously, but but I'm but I but let's say I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, right, I don't know how long this guy has been this way. I don't know how long he's been having this problem with his wife. You know what I mean? Like I don't know what his disposition is outside of this this uh, well, regular I transaction. To, I should tell you, you this. Know what I mean, is he always mean to everybody? Maybe that's why I and for how long? It's a good point. You and, know, and probably I should have said it because then I think you would. From I'm a nice person, yeah. and he doesn't smile with me. Right now, I broke through to him that day. The reason I said, "Are you having a hard day?" Because it was either that or tell him to go fuck himself. Yes, I thought I can't believe this guy because I wanted to run something on my credit card, and I go there every single day. Yeah, every single day. There's a good mm-hmm. chance I pay his health insurance every right. month. I pay right, his right, health right. insurance. That's it. No matter what happens, my stupid thing that I buy every day, sometimes mm-hmm. seven days a week. So that's why I know that it's him. And but but well, now let me ask you this: Is it that he's Actively rude, or just that he's not actively friendly. He loves having rules Great more than question. he. He loves having rules. That's a good good point. That was jingle worthy. I think that question. Chris disagrees. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Paul. Paul. Do a lot. Make up for it. Ooh. Really go nuts. Tompkins. I got three in a row. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> play the email that got sent to you. Do you have that on file? When he just can you play that? Play the no, not play the email. No, no, the one where he's doing all the jingles right in a row, where Lynn, Lynn's just leaving. Them. Do you have that one? <laughs> where he does the one the after another? Note? We'll find it later. We'll find it later. You do? Okay, hold on. No, it's okay. It's Are okay. Are those fig newtons for everybody? Of course. But you don't want to eat during the show, do you? Uh, no, I guess not. <laughs> That's my trick. Do you see the way I did that without hurting your feelings? But obviously it did. Like, I think I'm so... Pro- see the way I did that? Ask again, Paul. Tompkins. Paul F. Tompkins. Paul F. Tompkins. Paul F. Tompkins. Oh, making my name into Paul just F. gibberish. <laughs> would you... Paul F. Tompkins. How much would it cost? Paul F. Tompkins. <laughs> Listen, Paul I wanted to... Tompkins. Another thing Paul I was... What do you think if um, I get that on a loop, right? Make it your ringtone? Oh, I think I said that already. You did say it already. All right, stop it. I'll allow it. Paul, between me and you. Yeah. The guys all really like you here. I like that. I think when, they, when you tease me, it makes them look like you, you don't respect oh, me. Oh, no, really? I know you do. But these fucking idiots on my show, no offense. Do not you? Katie, but, but and not Chris. No, obviously some of these guys are stupid. Did you notice it? It's pretty obvious, right? Like, oh my god, he's doing the oh thing. Oh my god, the bo- how? Okay, hold on. Hold on. Do you hear Daniel with the bottle? Yeah. It was hard not to hear. Who fucking does that? Uh, Do you know anybody else that would want to fill in? Because I'm this close to. Uh, how about Hitler? You could only do better. Do you know he ate a lot of cake? All right. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a vegetarian. 
I thought I thought the show was. What if I did this when I like we? You wanted to hold on, pause for a second. Let's say you wanted to talk about something serious, and I'm afraid that my show like isn't that. So I think oh, I'll put some, you know, I'll put some uh, Benny Hill music in post. But you don't know it. I just do it later, so my audience won't get so like we're having a serious conversation. Like can you, can we do it like right now? So sure. So anyway, you uh, of course you know about the what? What could we talk about? This music shouldn't be in the background. What we're talking about it? Can you think of something? Uh, I, throw, I like how I throw all the work your way. Yeah, I know. I think you could do it, though, because your mind, I think you can get where, I can't think of the big words I would need to do this to make it funny. We don't have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Love getting out of bits before you even get into them. Like talking about a miscarriage? There you go, about your wife and your, your wife and sure. you just went through something. Absolutely. Okay, and you don't know we do this till you're driving down the street, and you, maybe you listen to the show, or your friends listen right. to it, they go, Paul. Why didn't you stop him from playing the Benny Hill music when you were having a soulful conversation about your your, your and he you go what you go yeah Paul hey how you doing it's uh, your friend oh hey friend what's going on <laughs> hey. hey by the way uh, when you were on the Todd Glass show on iTunes yeah that was fun that was fun it was cathartic too yeah and it's on iTunes <laughs> why do you uh, why did you stop him from playing that Benny Hill music what do you what Benny Hill music oh he's playing you got to listen to it. What is it? Okay. Can I play it for you? Yeah, please, please. Hold on, let me see. <laughs> uh, I got my. Hold on, I gotta list my uh, thing up to the. Okay, hold on, I'll play it for you. Yeah, so. It was an experience that we had to go through together where, um, you know, realizing that this is a natural thing that happens sometimes and it's, it's uh, a crushing, horrible thing, but. In the end, uh, no one's at fault. It's just nature. You know, sometimes this is what happens. And we cried for days. We cried for days. But uh, but in the end, it, it made us stronger in a way. And Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right, that's good. Yeah. All he, right, we're uh, done. <laughs> <laughs> I get nervous for you. Like, that's why I get out of a bit. Even why though do you get nervous for me? Because I thought I'm throwing a lot your way. Oh, I'll stay in a fucking bit all night long, Todd. Can we go back you to... You saw how I did the Juice Genie? I, by the way, that guy, he, he moved to our country to crush fruit for people. That's right. Say that again. Make for me. exorbitant prices. Yeah. <laughs> I moved to this country <laughs> to crush fruit for people for exorbitant price. When, when he was a little kid, that's what he dreamed of? When I was a child in home country, I look at Orange and I say, you will make me millionaire. All right, Paul. How yeah. you doing? I'm up in the studio here. I'm up in the booth. We love what you're doing with this character. Can you turn it up a teeny little bit more for us? Just really make him a parody of a parody? I know you're all the way up there in the studio booth, but uh, you don't think it's big enough? <laughs> I, it, it's big, and I know that seems crazy, but we're up here. We are fucking laughing so fucking hard. Right. And a minute ago, Jerry asked me... Uh, that's that's everybody. I, that's every character I have. Yeah. I always oh, no. reject. You don't have to tell me. AC, we, he said, he, I said the same thing. He said, why don't you tell him to even turn it up more? I said, what are you fucking shitting me? We're dying. He goes, just make him try it. So can you mind just, I mean, make it times well, 10 what, what you're doing. What, what did the other Jerry say? He said he agrees what you're doing is all right, but we just want you to give it a shot. And I'll tell you what, if you give it a shot and mm -hmm. you're not comfortable with it, we'll use whatever take you're comfortable with. Okay. All right. So a little bit bigger. A little, not a little bit bigger, because if it was a little bit bigger, I'd leave it the way it was. Ten times. That character, like... just Ten times bigger. Ten times bigger. Is okay. that okay? Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot. All right. Thank you. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot. I thought you were doing a line from the Juice Guy. Do well, I have to feed you? You ask me a question. Oh, okay. It'll okay. be more fun that way. All right. We're sorry. I'm, we, so, I'm sorry, yeah, you guys. It's Todd. It's not... Well, you know how Todd is, It's not really is, right? me. It's not really Todd, me. Todd, please. I'm talking, to the guy. I'm talking to Jerry and Jerry in the booth. Oh. Jerry? 
I headline too. Jer- Todd, <laughs> talking to Jerry. This is rude. Okay. I didn't feed him his line. I know I made a mistake. Jerry, Jerry, can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. What's going on down there? Uh, you know, it's Todd. So you guys want it? Uh, you want it ten times bigger, right? And then Todd feeds me the line. I forgot to feed you. Todd, the line. I'm talking to the Jerry's. Don't interrupt. Daniel, you oh. are another one. Thank you. You're a regular Todd over there. Oh, sorry. Wait a second. When people Todd, interrupting, people are Todd, calling it a Todd? I'm talking to Jerry's. Hold on, though. When people interrupt each other, they're calling it a Todd Not now? all the time. Oh. Jerry, Jerry? Yes. Yeah, okay. So Todd feeds me the line, right? Yes, Todd feeds you the line, okay. and then you do the character. Todd, did you hear that? that? Yes. I d- Paul, you really, this is ridiculous. What do I, I do? I just want to make Paul, sure. Paul, what, what do I do? You just do what you're doing, minus the talking. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's the song. Well, the jingle for if Kiss is ever a guest on the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, all right, here we go. Uh, hey, uh, are you having uh, one of those bad days? That's hard. Really, your kind, they say. I come to country to kill Statue of Liberty and destroy King Kong building in New York. But you show me I am human being. By the way, oh, oh my God, my, oh my. My, my machine that makes the voices just fell oh, over. Oh, Jesus Christ. Paul, by the way, Paul, interesting thing that we just did, even yes. though we were comedically doing it. Right. If that, <laughs> if that was a cartoon and you were doing the voiceover for yes. it, that second one, it was fucking good. Yeah. Like, it made that character. You understood what you were saying. I was hoping right. you did. I hope it wasn't so. You, you went out of it a little bit to go, ah, liberty. People got it. Yes. And I liked it. Todd, don't you see oh, Paul, how foolish you've been? To have waited so long to have me on your show. You have all these second string people. To <laughs> and no offense. Some of them are fans. Andy Kindler. He's great in his way. But I'm saying, <laughs> you get a guy like me. He's got more than one speed. This is how great things can be, Todd. Paul, can I tell you something? Welcome to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> can I tell you something? I think you're fucking right. And yeah. I'm not even joking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is fun because I get to we'll listen, take, listen, listen. I heard you early on, like, eh, some people they're played out on podcasts. I don't want to have the played out guests. I knew that was about me. Of course, I know. That <laughs> no, no, was I don't about say that. I said I think people. I'm always afraid to call people. Isn't it funny how you're, even when I say what I said, you're going to go. You're right. You did say that. I said I always feel people are podcasted out, so I'm afraid to call my friends that I want on it because I'm afraid they're podcasted out. Meaning that it's them. They're afraid that they are being asked to do too many podcasts. Yeah. I, not that the podcast community is like again with this person. No, not at all. Because uh, th- uh, hold on, I want to make sure I'm answering your question right. I was afraid. I'm being so honest right now that maybe. I don't know who goes, oh, I hate doing the podcast. They like them, but then they don't, so I'm afraid. Can I tell you something? I took that the wrong way, and I feel like Ebenezer Scrooge on Christmas Day. Oh, wow. And we'll take a break. <laughs> we'll be right back with Paul F. Tompkins. Paul, pause it. Do you want to pick a song that every time we go to break we play? Would there be one, but it's got to have a good, like, boom? Oh, Could that's be a- tough. That's Apple tough. Peaches Pumpkin Pie? Oh, that's a good song. <laughs> sure. Is that a real song? Yes. Would you like me to pick that song? No, no, I want you to pick one. That wasn't <laughs> nice what I just did. I want you to pick something. So out of all the songs that exist, if I could just think of one right now. 
Hold on, pause it. And it would be like this. Uh, everybody laugh. <laughs> Paul F. Tompkins is our guest. We'll be right back. <laughs> Uh, it was a simpler time. It was, right? All right. So People uh, knew their place. That's true. Yeah. Paul, I, I have to something that I'm going to talk about, but you, you always get nervous when you... When you are, did we cap everything, by the way? Like, was there any, any loose threads? Is there anybody out? I don't think out? so. Anybody? I don't think so. Everything's good? Okay, because sometimes people are listening, and they go, oh, they never went back, but I think we're doing a good job It's frustrating today. as a listener. It is frustrating. Mm-hmm. It is frustrating. Um... Did that? Oh, by the way, I did real quick. I did um, Wit show on Sunday. Power violence. It's a forty seat little. Th- it's like a movie theater if it was forty seats. Very simple. Wid? Did you say? Wit. Wit. No, not okay. legendary Wid. Uh, that's in Philadelphia. Wid. This right. was Wit, and I did his power violence show, and it was so much fun. And he, he, for some reason, out of nowhere, he goes, "Did you ever hear of Old Man Withers?" And I go, "No." He goes, "He ate at that restaurant and died twenty five years later." <laughs> that made me laugh all night because get it like there's no like you're well I don't know if it had to do with that restaurant. I thing. don't. I don't. I, there's a lot that I did not catch about that. I don't know who Wit is. Wit is a comedian. Okay. Has a, uh, he he sort of puts together a comedy night. Okay. Once a week, and we were hanging outside, and there was a restaurant there, and we were talking about people that go, you know, make like oh that place is haunted, and it's yes, not. Yes, and yes. he goes, you ever hear of old man Withers? Anyway. But there was another thing in there that I'd never heard before, but seemed to be common knowledge. If you thought it, somebody else listening thought it. So let's put some, let's take it <sighs> second Let's here. go back. You were, so you did Wit Show, 40 Seat Theater. Mm-hmm. 40 Seat. 42. Where is it? 42. Oh, I wish there was a weird detail Where in there. Where is it? It's, in, it's on, it's on, on uh, Santa, Monica, Santa Monica Boulevard. Near Will Cox. Oh, Wit is loving that we're uh, <laughs> stopping at this point and just, he's like, how many times are they going to say Wit. Wit. Would I know Wit? Um, I don't think you'd know him. Hmm. No, off, off, off mic. Can you shut the mics off? Mm-hmm. He's, off. he's a little bit of a loose cannon. I right, turn him back on. Is he related to Bob Zaney? <laughs> no, why? Wit. Oh, no, no. Zaney. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> By the way, I, w- I did not know that wasn't his real name. Wit? No. Zaney? Oh, Bob Zaney? Bob Zaney. <laughs> For only about a year, I wasn't thinking. <laughs> All right, so listen. I Let's wish I listen. could remember. So let's move forward here. Yes. I have something. Ever forward. I, I, I hope, I'm very curious to hear your opinion on this. Oh. But it's been happening a lot lately. Do you, I don't think, I'm going to say the way I feel first instead of leaving, you know, an open, you know, like I make you go first and then I could, you know what I mean? Which I always think is wrong. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> what was the story you told me once about someone you felt baited you in the car? Oh, yes. <laughs> go ahead, tell that. Tell As that. A mutual friend of ours from way back when. Uh, I was like, hey, let me ask you a question. Do you think Frank Sinatra is a racist? And I said, well, you know, I think he's a product of his time. And, you know, I don't, I don't think he would have considered himself a racist or think that he was doing anything wrong. But, you know, I think there was, there was probably behavior that was not so, uh, not so great, you know, by mm-hmm. today's standards. That, you know, it's not good stuff. He went, you're wrong. He's far from a racist. And then he, like, listed all these <laughs> organizations that he contributed to and all that. It's like, well, why'd you? What well, a weird. <laughs> yeah, it's baiting you. So we yeah. were we playing that. Hey, let me ask you a question. You think uh, the uh, the funny bone in Minnesota? You think they uh, should fix a few things around that club to make it better? Well, there's probably yeah. You You're know, wrong. Oh, 
Yeah, like, don't do that. <laughs> like, you know, uh, it's funny, but indirectly, the Frank Sinatra thing is something, I'll, I'll start there, and then we'll lead back to what I wanted to talk about. When you watch those old things of Frank Sinatra and, like, Sammy Davis uh, Jr., was, they would make jokes about, hey, Sammy, shouldn't you be up in the room shining our shoes? Yeah. I'm sure you, you watch it and you defend it. You go, oh, it was a different time. It was a different time. But I don't know if, I don't know if defend is the right word. I think you, you just, you process it in your brain. Rationalize it? You rationalize it, yes. You and, rationalize it and you let it go so you can continue to enjoy the enjoyable parts of it. Right, right. You know? And here's my point with that. Uh, I'm sure, well, first of all, some people would say, yeah, but Sam, Frank did. It's either right or wrong. If, if other kind acts were done, it doesn't replace it. It doesn't mean you can't forgive and enjoy yeah. other things. But I, I always don't like when people say, because I think that's the attitude of like, uh, you know, he was also the first guy. That uh, wouldn't work certain hotels. I if I you know if I get the gist of the story right, mm-hmm. Frank said no. If I'm not coming in, if Sammy can't come in, right. But that doesn't mean you do one act of kindness and then you could like you know hey Sammy it doesn't give you that the act of kindness does not give you license to do this horrible right. thing. And even though I watch it with some other people, I watch it sometimes like with my nieces and my nephews because we love looking at old clips. And I go to explain it to them like oh it's a different time it was a different time. But I thought <clears throat> there was some other musician back then. I'm just, I'll make it up, a jazz musician or somebody hip that watched that and went, I know, it's their way of playing with it and, and, and they get it, but it was hipper even in that moment. They went, eh. it's their way of joking, but it, it, it's not, it wasn't right. And it, it even then knew it. So yeah. that's how I try to think of my comedy today. Like, I want it to stand the test of time. I, want, I don't want someone to have to watch my comedy in 30 years and then defend me and go, no, 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 no. He was yes. great. It was a different time. If that happens, that's great. But wouldn't it be better to do comedy where no one needs to do that? You're like, no, it's still it was it was it it, it doesn't need an explanation. You don't have to explain anything George Carlin ever said. You never have to not, defend. Not, not like that. I would right. say not yeah. not social yeah, yeah. not social stances right. on issues. Yes, yeah. because do you give? I always think with comedy, like when because here's how it all started. So I said on the podcast, and I wish I wrote the guy's name down that something has to be funnier than it is mean. Now I know that that's tremendously gr- a gray area of if it's funnier than it's mean but i don't like when people give and i'm, I'm gonna go out if you disagree like genuinely i want to hear your you stance. know what i would say i would say it's not so much that it has to be funnier than it is mean it's that if you're going to do a thing that can be construed as mean or uh prejudiced or or homophobic or sexist you better be making such a great point such a great point in such an entertaining way that it's worth it. Not a joke. You know what and, I mean? And by the way, bef- yes, I do. Like, and- you can do that sat- because satire is a tricky thing. It, you better be the, – the point of satire is not just like, hey, look at this dumb behavior. It's like you're also – you're trying to make a point, you know? So you better make a great point. It better right. be worth it if you're going to use certain words, if you're going to use certain language, if you're going to take – if you're going to assume a certain character. Right. Boy, oh, boy, you better be making a good point. Okay, first of all, I love what you're saying already because it's uh, – you know, it's, it's – it's, well, I – I was going to say I love it because it's down the lines of what I think. But, it, you know, if you I'm sure if you felt differently, you would sell your opinion. And maybe somewhere along the way on this discussion, you will disagree. And that's when you'll, you'll, you'll bring clarity to it. But exactly what you just said is sort of what we said that, you know, it's so easy to say, like, I don't give comedy a blanket. It's comedy. I think you have to go, whoa, 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 situation by yeah. situation. Sometimes I side with the comedian. I go, no, that was a great joke. And the audience misunderstood it. But yeah. sometimes I side with the audience. Sometimes I don't think politically when people go, everyone's so politically correct now. I don't think that's always bad. No, it's not always bad. And by the way, let me just let me just. No, no, no. Go ahead. Okay, because I remember a comedian when he did a joke about someone breaking into the house. 
he used a black person's voice. And years, and by the way, I hate to say it, in 1980, the audience didn't gasp in horror. No. But what happened is... Didn't think twice about it. Eventually they did. Or a friend did. They went, whoa. And that guy calls that, the audience is, oh, they're getting so PCA. PC. Is that the word, Mm -hmm. PC? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I went, well, no, you have to go situation by situation. That's why I hate when people go... Oh, you can't say that. Next, you won't be able to make f- somebody with a red sweater. No, no. Then we'll defend you. It's joke <laughs> exactly. by joke. And yeah. and I always think that. And by the way, the, the thing that it bothered me is I realized I've done it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes on this show, I think because I've set my opinion uh, that I'm, you know, my, my views are so crystal clear mm-hmm. that I can make a joke the other way and it's okay. Now, I'm not positive. I know amongst my friends when I'm sitting around a fire pit at my house, I can say anything I want because I'm with yes. three friends. Yes. But I don't want to do that anymore. And I'm not sure how I feel about it. But if some, because, you know, recently just, you know, what I talked about on the Mark Marin show, I started to think about I'm begging people not to, to, to rethink what they do. And I go, that includes me. And I thought if someone listened to the podcast, there were some things I did along the way. And I went, yeah, that probably wasn't. I, I didn't have to do that just because you, 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 you know, uh, someone might listen out. of They might not listen. They, I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say? Yes. 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 Because the line we walk is there's the there's the the comfort of familiarity that we have with each other. And then there's total strangers mm-hmm. that we get up on stage in front of. And you mustn't assume no matter what point you get to in your career where you have a following, where you have an audience, where you can walk out on the stage at UCB and everybody knows who you are. You must not assume everybody knows who you are and everybody knows everyone knows your secret soul. You cannot assume that because you say something in front of one person in that audience in a tiny place like the UCB. If there's one person in that audience who hears somebody say, uh, you know the, the, the slur for gay people and they don't know who you are and they hear that and they hear everybody laugh at it that's horrible they hear somebody say the n-word and everybody's laughing at it and they don't know who you are mm-hmm. that's horrible you know what i mean it's not you're not ma- you're not fully making whatever point you're going to make you're and I'm good and I, I feel like the 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 danger there is that it's this laziness that creeps in where you you make us you as the performer are making assumptions which you cannot do we can't make assumptions we can't assume everybody's going to know what i mean our our whole thing is i'm going to assume people don't know what i mean and i have to phrase this in a certain way mm-hmm. that is uh that makes my point but it's still entertaining Right. Because what makes us You laugh, can't take anything for granted. What makes us laugh around the fire pit when we have that twisted sense of humor is we know what you said. The, I like, you all know each other. You all know each other. And so, so the thing is when people go, oh, it's comedy and the red shirt thing forever. I've heard so many people, oh, you won't be able to make – I love saying it. It's cathartic for me. No, no. T- take it easy. When, when, when you make fun of someone's red shirt and then the audience gasps, we'll go, no, fucking dumb audience. Yeah. But it's not – you don't get a blanket statement. Yeah. And I always said – you have the responsibilities. Now, I'm going to make this really clear because I thought about this today a little. This is not about what comedians should or shouldn't be able to do. If somebody said comedians shouldn't be able to do it, I'd go, go fuck yourself. Comedians should do whatever they want to do and mm-hmm. never should they be st- – anything they want to do. But now this conversation is creatively, if you want to be respected, what should you do? If somebody doesn't agree, I would never say, oh, they shouldn't be able to do that. Everybody should do exactly fucking what they want on stage. But if you want to have this discussion and, you know, now what would be what would make you a better comic, what would make you a better wordsmith are the jokes. You you have the same responsibility. Is it worth it? Right. Hold hold on. Yeah. Okay. You have the same responsibility on stage, I think, 
forget about even as an entertainer. How about as a, at a party? Yeah. Would you go to a party and go up to five people you never met that don't really know your opinion and say something? No, you wouldn't because you it's out of context. Yeah, it's not fun. It's not hilarious unless they know what's in your soul. Yeah, and. And also, what is the joke you're making? Like, I love when people act like what they're saying is social relevant. You know, it's like, oh, the man won't let you, won't be able to say anything anymore. And they're making, like we've talked about before, uh, bad fat jokes, which I think I, that's one that I've done on the show. And I don't want to do that. I don't yeah. want to make, uh, if I have a story that involves mm. someone that's heavy, that is at least from a different perspective, and, and, and there's always exceptions. Mm-hmm. But I always feel like going to the one that's all who's up in sure. arms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. You don't go to the, people always go to the exceptions. I want to go, you're not the exception. Yeah, I, I watched your act. Right, right, right. Your, your midget jokes. <laughs> your, your jokes about little. Well, I'm using midget because in the negative context, yes. I know. I know everyone's a little confused about that. Can you actually hold, hold on? Let me just, and then I swear I'll, I'll let you, um, let you, uh, 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 interject. Ask a question. Yeah, yes, yes. So the jokes, you know, that you're making are from the. They're not even unique jokes from an interesting perspective. You're yes. you're making fat jokes or midget jokes or that any fucking idiot could make. Yeah. So when you watch that Sinatra stuff and he goes, Sammy, shouldn't you be in my room shining my shoes? By the way, just so you know my perspective on this, up till about a week ago, I always would tell my niece and nephew, no, no, it was a different time, it was a different time. That's not even a joke. That's the same joke that every fucking idiot walking down the street made back then when they maybe yes. saw a black person who go, hey, shouldn't you be shining my shoes? Yeah. That wasn't, that wasn't anything even clever. It yeah. was not only was it racist, but it was racist from the same bucket of bullshit racism that any fucking idiot There's done. people using that same, like saying that same thing about our president right now. And in all earnestness, like they're not, there's some people that are saying it as a joke and kind of meaning it. And there's some people that are just flat out saying it. Yes. Like that's how, that's, that's how, that's how slowly the wheels turn, even though they do turn. That's how slowly the wheels turn. But I also feel that, um, yeah, go ahead, Daniel. I'm sorry. No, no, no. No, finish your point. Well, that it's, it's, you, you got to look at this stuff and, and say more than, it was a different time. Um, you have to say it was a different time and they didn't, you know, people should have known better. Not they didn't know any better. People should have known better. And a lot of people did. A lot of people did. And a lot yes. of people did. And, you know. Oh, and there's also, like, the, there's no evidence to support we are allowed to say less and less and less as history has advanced. Do you know what I mean? Well, there's the, th- that's a really good point. People would love, I think, usually people that are, uh, the ones usually doing the same old crap act like, oh, you can't say anything anymore. Well, yeah, you can. I I saw the 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 pilot of Two Broke Girls, right? Oh. And in the first <laughs> minute of the show, and I have I, I just watched the pilot. In the first minute of the show, one of the characters, you know, one of the main the lead characters, says to these guys um, uh, something. She's like making fun of the way they're dressed, and she says, "Oh, that makes my vagina dry up." This is on network television, so it's like this I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to debate. Yeah, I'm not going to debate the, the the merits of of the joke or whatever. It's like, can you imagine, Todd, when you and I were kids, like that being said on network television in prime time, unimaginable. Un- like somebody would get sued or put in jail for putting something like that on television. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, we're not in danger uh, right now of losing our free speech to say offensive things. Right. Like that's, right, right, that's right. happening plenty. Yeah. You well, know I think I mean? where the misconception is for a lot, like, and I usually think it's for the, humor's sake. 
By the way, for what it's worth, I've never heard great comedians, funny authors, uh, progressive thinkers of our time complain about political correctness. That's exactly That's a great point. What I was going to say. That's a great it's, point. It's a comedian or not even. I was. A, I was also going to say that. No, 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 Paul. In all fairness, I was going to say it. I saw the. I'm, no, no. I know. I know, Paul. I was doing a bit too. No, we're all, look, we're all doing bits. No, no, I was doing a bit before you were doing a bit. I, I've been doing a bit since I walked in here. I'm oh. so glad you said that because it, I had it in my head and then I wanted to talk about that. Yes, you're, that's so right. It's like, it's usually the comedian, or not even comedian. I've, I'm sure this happens to people, regular people. You're at a party mm-hmm. and you say something amongst your friends that thought were seemingly the same as you. Mm-hmm. And what happens is, I'm, I'm trying to give a good example. Whatever it is, maybe something racist, homophobic, sexist comes out of your mouth. And then all of a sudden, even with your friends and they go, you say something, they go, whoa. And then you walk away from that, not going, oh, my God, the world's changing. You're like, oh, it was those fucking idiots. Mm-hmm. Then it happens again a week later because you don't change your, your – you just do it again. You thought it was those guys. Oh, Jesus, I can't say fucking this or that or I can't say – and then it happens again. They're the people that go, oh, you can't say anything anymore. Yeah. Yeah. No, people <laughs> – so that's why I think like – you know, I don't when, – when the political correctness uh, – I go case by case. I think that's the – I love, love saying that because yeah. it's like going, yeah – Sometimes the audience is right. Not every time an audience goes, oh, in gasp of horror. Yeah. Sometimes you go, yeah, you go to the Acme Comedy Club in Minneapolis and you say something incredibly sexist, racist. That mm-hmm. audience is going to gasp. Yeah. And they're right for gasping. Yeah. And when they're not, then I'll go fucking stupid. You know, that audience collectively wasn't right. <laughs> That's right. But I'm yeah, not, and by the way, no one says you don't have the right to do it. This is a discussion. Well, about that's, that's what I. That's, that's what another I, thing. When, like the Tracy speech. Morgan, when Tracy Morgan did that thing about if my son told me he was gay, I would stab him. Mm-hmm. You know, and people got upset about that. And then there are people defending him like he's a comedian. It's like, okay, yeah, he's a comedian, but you have there are consequences to the things that you say. And they're not. It's not always going to be laughter. So if you say something like that, like if my son told me he was gay, I would stab him. There might be plenty of people that laugh at that, but there's going to be plenty of people that are upset, and they have a right to be upset, and they have a right to express their opinion. Right, and, and also that, and it doesn't. So I don't think it's, I don't ways. think anybody should be saying like, "Oh, everybody, shut the fuck up." He's a comedian. It's like, no, this is what you get. Like, right, right. you say Paul, something like that, there's going to be a reaction. That's why I love playing a little dumb when somebody does that when they go because they love having the fake argument because yeah. because because they're an, they're arguing something you're not arguing, and yeah. I love to go oh, almost like fake confused. I go. Oh, is somebody saying he shouldn't be able to say that? Yeah. I go, oh, I don't feel that way. Then I go, repeating what I said a minute ago. Oh, my God. Fucking say whatever you want. My conversation's just on whether it's clever or not. Yeah. Can we continue this? Because, <laughs> exactly. oh, my God. By the way, if anybody ever tells a comedian uh, that they shouldn't be able to say anything and you have a petition you want me to sign to tell everyone to shut the fuck up, I'll sign it. Right. Okay, now can I continue my conversation <laughs> about what exactly. he said, whether it was intelligent or smart? Yeah. And, you know... I always say this before. You know, everyone claims that everyone else is so sensitive but when it's th- they, they are sensitive. If, with what's going on in the world today, and I'm not positive. I know some good comedians defended Tracy on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only heard it through hearsay. I heard that line. I didn't hear it, But I thought if somebody showed up to a party and their wife had just been raped or they had just been raped – wouldn't you ease up on maybe a rape joke that normally you could get away with? Like, you know, like, like I'll give you an example. Like, if I saw an old lady walking down the street in broad daylight, sometimes it's funny to just go, oh, my God, look, she's trying to get raped. The, the, the lunacy of it, the craziness of it, the barbaricness of it makes your friends laugh. But I wouldn't do that in front of my friend that just had that happen or a girl and go, oh, he's so sensitive. I can't right. even make jokes anymore. Yes. So with what's going in the world today yeah. with children killing themselves, exactly. maybe it, that would have been – 
not even in the gray area. Yeah. You know, to say, nah, probably don't need to say that. Was that so fucking funny and brilliant and diligent? Was it worth it? Was it worth right. it? Was it worth it? And by the way, I'll even give it if it was in the gray area. Mm-hmm. Is it even in the gray area whether that was worth it? Because if it's in the gray area, you know what I say? Leave him the fuck alone. Yes. Leave him. It's in the gray area. Back the fuck off. Or is it in the absolutely, come on, really? By now the way, look, some good comedians neither, neither disagree us, with us. You well, know that. I, I know. But look, neither of us have heard the bit in its entirety. Let's just assume it was an awesome bit mm-hmm. that needed that phrase to be in there. And made a fantastic point. Like we hear, we go, in all fairness. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, is, there, is there any circumstance hearing that whole bit where you, where you would say like, eh, you know what? Yeah. That's actually pretty funny. And it was totally worth it. And, and to say one more thing about this, I want to bring it back to me because uh, as far as because I think that's the lesson learned when you can look at yourself. And I did today. I really thought about these podcasts that I've been doing. And I thought, you know what? I've done it. Mm-hmm. I've done it, and I We've thought all done it. there's still fucking plenty to talk about. Absolutely, without doing a joke that's not even unique. And you know, to me, when when something makes sense, it always makes sense. So let's say you know, do you really? Uh, my big one I go to for some reason it drives me fucking bonkers uh, is the uh, when people make fun of. Uh, uh, I want to use the proper term. Every time I go across it, we don't know. Do you know the proper term? It's little people, right? Little people, yeah. What, little can people. Can I ask why that's less offensive than midget? That is what they would like to be called. That's really and, and yeah, yeah you know my what, theory on that. If that's what they want to be called, no, that, yes, yes, then call, yes, yes. call them that. Right. Absolutely, just simple. The other term packs such a punch of hateful, negative. If they want to clear the slate and come up with a new word, I, that's yes, wh- I that's why I, you can. My name is Robert, but I would prefer that you call me Bob. It's just like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. And mm-hmm. if you would insist upon calling that person Robert, you would be a colossal dick. Yeah, I had a friend <laughs> named Harrison, and he mm-hmm. wanted people to call him Harrison, and they would call him Harry, and it drove him fucking oh, yeah. nuts. Absolutely, I sort of understand. One's the coolest name in the world. One's not. <laughs> so uh, did anyone call him Sonny? <laughs> Old lady. People do it with me. People go Danny. with uh, Danny all the time. Sometimes, and I see it as a subversive act. Let, let me, Danny. Well, okay, I. Oh, will they ask you if that's okay? Or they'll just go. Or like if it's they'll too go, much trouble oh, to call yeah. you Daniel. Is Danny okay? <laughs> I think okay. the average person that would go to say, "Oh, you can't say anything more." My new favorite thing is going to be, "Oh, what's the joke you're having trouble with?" Yeah. <laughs> with any tone in my voice, yeah. I think it came out of their mouth. They'd start. I'm, I bet I'm pretty close. Yeah. Ah, it's not the best joke. Ah, all right. Yeah. I bet they go there because as it came out of their mouth, they go. They would realize this is what you're fighting over. Yeah. And oh, so what I was saying about the little people jokes, but I will use the term that's used when they talk about them when they go midgets. It's if someone could go, well, he does a joke about midgets, and you thought that was funny. Yeah, maybe if it was a joke about an honest experience, maybe you had sex with a little person and, and it was a, you were nervous and it led to a good, a funny story mm-hmm. that's humorous. Yeah, there's always exceptions, but back to what, back to what I said. But that your not, joke yeah. ain't the fucking yeah. exception. But yes. you, ha- you have to be an artist to paint that picture. You right. have to be Louis C.K., Paul F. Tompkins, Todd Glass, you know, oh, to paint. Yes. You are a wordsmith. I mean, me. come well, on. Well, I try in Wait, my way. Wait, uh, you have to. It's hard. It's hard to make a, a, a real story and then like a hard, you know, like a real heartfelt joke that has something to do with that person who, who they are, but it's also real. That's hard. So you just want to yeah. say midgets, you know, are short or whatever it is, and get well, a laugh. Well, if that's the punchline, if that word is the punchline, you know, it's Ro- like which so often it is. The joke, yeah, the that, joke I'm talking about the, is how yeah, they walk. If the thing is going to fail without saying that word, you know, or how they, oh my God. You've, you haven't seen it. Yeah, hold on, hold on one second. The, yeah, that's the joke. If they, and I go, really? That's all you fucking got? I've said this a million times, so I don't right. want to say it again. But, but so. 
you know, going back to what the listener said, and then we are going to actually take the first probably real break of this show because Daniel's got to pee. No fucking around. This um, is a real break we're coming up against. Um, the, the question was, you know, can, uh, you know, asking me to bring a little more clarity to, you know, what is funnier than it is. I think the bottom line is you just heard three people, I think, discuss it in a way that we're not trashing the mere thought of the thought of thinking was that meaner than it was funny hey we're always going to be in different pages of oh and i defend that i don't but the fact that three people stood in a room and went yeah no comedy doesn't give it a blanket statement i think should answer the that listener's question or the tweeter's question uh it's it's worth discussing because sometimes uh the comedian i think is eh, you're a wordsmith it's you're only, a fucking wordsmith yes. and that's the best you can do it's not only worth discussing it's an ongoing discussion that will really never end right you know, it's going to be it's going to be a thing that's going to be with us uh, for, for as long as there is comedy, right. for as long as there right. is satire. Because you know? this discussion will lead to better comedy, or yeah, forget hopefully. about even comedy, it'll lead to better people off, you know, even off stage. What won't lead to anything good is, oh, come on, everybody relax. <laughs> exactly. We'll take a break. <laughs> this is the number one radio show. Oh, it flew by. That's the first part. Here I am. I'm with you. I'm going to talk you through this. The next episode, it's going to be great. We talk about a lot. Um, so listen next Friday, the 10th of February. I'm, I'm bringing you down. That was the show. I hope you enjoyed it. Okay. Now this is it. We have to say goodbye. Are you going to be okay? Are you going to be okay? You are? Do you want me to keep talking a little longer? Do you want me to? Um, what else can I tell you? I think you're going to be all right. All right, we're going in. We're almost there. It's almost ready to end. Probably have another 10 seconds. <sighs> all right. See you next Friday. Stop it. Stop it. A, podca <clears throat> A podcast network.